Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome once again to the Ugly Pop Odyssey. This is episode 30. Tonight we're going to be talking about the 2019 epic, shall we call it? It's certainly expansive. It's a big one from Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You've probably seen it, um, and if you haven't, you certainly will after this. It's recently been released on Netflix, so a lot of people have had the chance to see it. Um, We'll be letting you know what we thought about it. The tables have turned also uh, with another member of our... Um, clientele here, our hosts, is suffering. It seems yeah. to be a common theme. I know. Um, Roscoe has paid the price for his debauchery um, <laughs> <laughs> last night. Funnily enough, I was there with him and seemed to have come off far better, so we don't really know what's going on there. So I'm sure that Rossi's normally dulcet tones and um, soothing tones will be even more, uh, even more so. Even aye, more exactly. Dulcet. They've went down an octave since then. So, anyway, tonight it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, we're back on the beers. We hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Um... I was Hi. going to ask how you both are, but I don't care how one of you are, because you've ruined a Saturday night. I know. At least when he was hungover, it was a Sunday morning. <laughs> I mean, I was just just the hour that I was crying in the shower for the day, you know? Oh, man. That's never good. And first ever case of heartburn. How how old am I getting? Ah, uh, can you <laughs> wish um, this, this was the episode that we started filming? Because uh, he looks like a piece of trash. He really like, does. Like, human garbage. Like human garbage. I yeah. like. Feel that way. Feel I that way. Yeah, I mean, what surprises me is that you can't even like you're not even slightly tempted by the prospect of a fridge full of cold beers. That good means beers. it must be bad. No shite tonight, folks. Very good beers. No tonight. shite tonight. I mean, it's it is tempting, but it it makes me feel like I'd just be delaying the pain. Hmm. Hmm. Might as well just suffer and then I get it over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Ross. Hmm? You got a marriage to save? <laughs> not yet, but soon. <laughs> Marty, he's the facts and figures and whatnot. Aye, no well. So we're doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Who? Anyway, Already. tumbleweed. Moving Already. on. Getting on my phone. <laughs> the last time we were drinking a Saturday, we were really scrapping by the way. Oh, so. I know. Oh, well. uh, Quentin Tarantino's ninth, starring... Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Al Pacino, Emil Hirsch, Timothy Oliphant, Kurt Russell, 
etc. etc. Star-studded would be an understatement. Just a bit, aye, aye. Um, but we'll get to that. Michael Madsen, I know. Aye, aye, Michael Madsen. For like, what, 20 seconds? Aye. A good 20 seconds. 85% Rotten Tomatoes, 83% Metacritic, 92, $96 million budget, and it earned $370 million worldwide. Um, shit when you compare it to Endgame, stuff like that, oh, but, you course. know, aye, um, aye, aye. Tarantino's kind of Tarantino, aren't right. right. Proper film. No. <laughs> Kids kind of go and see exactly, Once Upon a in Hollywood either. Exactly. Yeah. It's this distinct lack of CG in this film. You think so? Is there? Oh, oh, there's a few bits. Is there? Mm. Right, okay. Oh, you'll need to remind me. <laughs> Anywho, aye, Star Studied would be an understatement. It's a ridiculous cast in it. Absolutely ridiculous. Aye. But like, I mean, it's like, you know there's certain people that are going to be in it with Tarantino. You just know he likes to recycle actors and that kind of stuff, but this is like a different level to any was, of his films even. What I always think about it, like, there is like, legitimately like five actors these days who would never even think about like doing TV, mm-hmm. right? There's still that tiny wee thing and Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were like two of them. Uh-huh. If, if you've got five. Five? What, five who you would never think would do it? Uh-huh. And what about like people who have done it before? Well, like, Brad Pitt did do TV, didn't he? How would he do? Uh, he, was in, he was in like... No, no, you know what, no, I mean, he, no, he was. He was in like melodramatic. No, I, no, shows no, no. I mean, like, like I mean, like when they're famous. Well, I, I oh, don't right. think, I don't think Clooney would go back to TV. He's one. He's um, one. Uh, no. Matt, I don't know. Uh, Matt Damon but, wanted to do TV. Uh, the whole thing's changed, Affleck. though. The whole thing's changed. Now, like, f- it's changed so much that no, no, but think... there is like everyone does TV now, but there's still a wee four or five that would mm. just they're still too big for it, and two of them are leading the hit. The capital of Brad Pitt and they're in this. I know what you're saying. I so like they they have legitimately have like the probably in like a real small handful of actors who have like legitimate star power in the sense that they're Tom Cruise as well, there's one aye, Cruise the, as well. What's the word? Their value hasn't been diluted given the, the, the onslaught on the uprise of TV. Their value hasn't gone down whatsoever. Their stock's still high. If they're on a film, people are going to go in their droves. Aye, they're still getting paid it. $30 million or Aye. whatever. I have no check. They're, they're in a league of their own. Aye, in fact, for this, I think they, they both accepted lower salaries, didn't they? But like, just well, I was going to say, but that's, you, know, you can expect that when it's turned team. Aye, they, they, they do it for directors. Like, yeah. Um, what about, I mean, it's quite a long film. Um, what is it? 240 or something? Aye. Like Run about two, two and a, I thought it was two and a half hours, was it not? Uh, I think it's two four, yeah, two four. Yeah. I mean, we can go on to talk about whether we think that's, um, whether we think it's a good two forty or not. But um, pretty long film. Um, what about like, was it filmed in location? Do we know where it was? Was it all on in and around Hollywood, LA type area? Do we know anything about that? Well, it must have been. It wouldn't uh, really make sense. You've got the to... famous the sort of landmarks and stuff. Yeah, like that, they've got you? that, and even, I mean. They're filming on these sets, which uh-huh. is Hollywood's full of. As well. so, uh, I mean, I, I, really, that part of the budget shouldn't have been too high. No, no, definitely. I mean, there's even like on the cast. There's um, when I was looking through it. I mean, there's there's even a whole load of people beyond the folk that you've just mentioned there who like are legitimately like just big names in their in their own right. Like, see when you go right down the the sort of list of all the people that are with the Manson family, they're all like working in high profile shows. And oh, stuff I like totally that. And like, like yeah. 
to go to Fanning and Bruce and Kurt Russell. I mentioned Kurt. Yank had fucking forget Kurt, man. Sorry. But I mean, like, aye, it is quite uh, astonishing when you really look through it and maybe don't really notice it so much when you're watching the film, but it's probably the most star-studied film of, of recent years. Here, here's a question for you. There's um, two, two folk in this who um, one of their parents starred in Tarantino's films. Aye, so Rumor Willis is in it, isn't she? Aye, so aye. Bruce Willis's daughter and aye. there's another one. Is Rumor Willis one of the... I think so. One of I the, the family. Aye. Also, oh, one of her parents. Uh... Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's Mia. Mia Hawk. Mm-hmm. She Who? legitimately Who? looks... It's Mia. It's Uma Thurman and... Oh, so it is. She, uh, it's just like... Hawks, I've yeah. never seen a... Like aye. someone who's such a perfect 50-50 both her parents yeah. than, than <laughs> yeah, her man. Definitely. Aye. Aye, so even on that level, like it just keeps going, doesn't it? Like aye. the connections to big name mm-hmm. stars. Absolutely incredible. I'm actually going to do a, you know how we've got those absolutely beautiful week in a, um, between things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You might see a live one right now, Baz. Oh, really? Don't put it next to the mic, I want you to edit that out. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey. hey. That went well. I know it was going to happen. <laughs> uh, those pesky what? pops from the, the cans. I'm having to sit and troll through and get rid of them. Constant. I know. Aye, so once upon a time in Hollywood is Quentin Tarantino's apparent love letter to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's about Leonardo DiCaprio as a not a failing actor, but he's an actor, and he's not his star is not on the rise that it once was. Yes. So he's kind of looking for roles to kind of kickstart his career again. He's yep. best mate, even though he doesn't like to think he's his best mate, but his best mate's Brad Pitt, who's mm-hmm. um, Cliff Booth. He's a stunt man, his stunt man, and it's just basically about their kind of adventures in Hollywood together. Yeah. And on as a side note, you've got a storyline about the real life character of Sharon Tate, played by Margot Robbie, yep. about how her kind of rise, get out with Roman Polanski, and in the background you've got the kind of the spectre, you like that one, Roscoe? Of the, the Manson family mothers. Very good, very good, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Aye. Excellent. Mind we used to do like fucking 40 minute plots, man. I know, I know, gone are the days. We, we, I, think, I think we realised after Face a while. Face like an hour and a half. Fucking basically just talking about the plot of that constantly. Right, uh, George Volta and fucking Nicholas Cage swap faces and that's up. <laughs> yes, we've, 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 uh, we've evolved. We have evolved, you're right. We'll keep them up now. We'll try to keep it snappy, do you know what I mean? Uh, but I, that's that's basically that. I mean, intersecting, I would add, just with various sort of um, uh, like intertwining sort of side stories uh, of pretty much. today with their careers and stuff like that. But I mean, it is, it's quite expansive. And other than that, it's... It, we would literally be here for two hours um, explaining the film. So quite funny as well. It's only really set over like ah, it's a very three short days. Time. Ah, ah, it's yeah, exactly. two, two days, you and then that. you get a six months later, and that's like pretty Aye. much an evening. Aye. Aye. That's it. But anyway, I mean, if you're listening to this, then you've seen it, haven't you? So, I so you touched on the the cast when you're giving us the stats, Murray. It's it's a pretty massive cast. Um, considering it's focusing on those two fictional characters uh rick and cliff Cliff. Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of real people in it as well obviously you've got sharon tate but they've kind of hired you know they've got roman polanski and it's weird because even they even get people in to do like bit parts of course quite a lot i mean you've got um 
What's his name? Damien Lewis. Damien One Lewis. of my favourite bits. I genuinely forgot. Is that. I, when I was watching it uh, the second time, I forgot. He's only like, it's like two minutes. I, I, thought, I, I was like, oh, he's going to come back. I thought he was going to be more of a, a thing in it. Aye. Aye. Like, it's because, I think it's because you're, you're, genuinely, you're genuinely taken aback at how good and how much he looks like him. Aye, it's apparently, so like, freaky. He, he get told that by a, by a casting director when he was younger. It's so freaky how much he looks like him. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is weird. But aye, so he's like a bit part in it, but you've also got in that same scene, there's um, like yeah. two two singers for the mamas and papas. Aye, Mama Cass is in it, isn't aye. she? Aye. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Aye. Is there not a bit where Thingy says, like, hey, Cass, aye. or something like that? Like, Sharon, uh, Margot Robbie, so, like, she goes, oh, hey, Cass, and you only see this big woman with like, a big dress. But, uh, mm-hmm. That cool. completely went over my head. There's probably would... a lot of that. that Do you know that? Uh, there probably is. Aye. And even. Like even used to would miss aye. it. Oh, definitely. Aye. I mean, I, I, didn't. I don't know if I. This is only the second time I've seen. It. I don't know if I noticed that the first time, but I had to go and look it up because I was like, "Is that mm-hmm. meant to be that person?" Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. "It's kind of suits the kind of time frame." Yeah. Um, you've also got. I mean, there's people in this who are playing real characters who I didn't know were like real people. Oh, of course. So aye. like Timoth- uh, Timothy, Timothy yep. Oliphant is playing the guy you know, freelancer. I didn't know that was a real show either. Um, so Timothy Oliphant is James Stacy. And that was meant to be Bill Paxton before he died. Alright. Something like uh, that, I. Uh. <laughs> but I um you know, I think I, I read that um Tarantino wanted Oliphant because um he was the only person that he could think of that would convincingly do a a character in a West like a modern Western. Because obviously it was Deadwood, and he's like, he's basically saying that because that's not so much a thing anymore, like the TV western. Yep. He was the only person he could he could think would do that do that well. To be fair, the Bill Paxton thing is one of those IMDb things that could be bullshit. Aye. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they they look quite similar the two of them as well. Paxton and Oliphant. I I mean, obviously they're kind of Paxton wishes. <laughs> I, obviously they kind of I mean. Like Paxton's dead, obviously, and there's a bit of an age difference, but I think there's a kind of similarity there between the two of them. Ah, but you can see why, like, even even after that, he was in Justified and he's aye. playing a that's it, aye, it's aye, kind aye. of modern, kind of western as well. So. That's it. So, I mean, obviously, as you said, there, Ross, there's um, so there's the people who play real people that you maybe didn't even know are real people, aye. but then there's the people that are playing people who are based on real people, aye, and some some of which Emil Hirsch is a he's a he's the hairdresser, he's, right. he's a real person, aye. Now. And then you've got the fact that like some of them are actually based on like several different real people, mm-hmm. almost mashed into one. Like you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Al Pacino's character. Al Pacino. Chores. Aye. Uh, uh, you can. Uh, yeah. You can tell that's just Tarantino's vision uh-huh. of what an agent back then would be. Aye. Yep. Well, aye, that he's. I don't. Is he an agent? Is he a producer? I'm not sure what he I is. He was, I thought he was an agent. Could be a producer. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay, not entirely okay. sure. Aye. And then you've obviously got Cliff. Is is aye. kind of just an amalgamation of what I think he's based off of one particular person. Is he? I, I, I like. So I, I I read about this. So if if Ross has read the same thing, I will let I will let him uh, mention it. But is it the the Kurt Russell thing? No, I've not read anything. So on you go. Okay. So again, half arsed. Research. Oh, that's what the company expects from us. Kurt Russell worked on Death Proof by Tarantino, and at that time, uh, obviously because it was like an action kind of film, he needed a stuntman, and he had this. I I really forget the guy's name, so I'm sorry for that. But I so 
uh, Kurt Russell had a stuntman with him who's been working f- uh-huh. with him his, like, his entire career yep, and all yep. that and it got to the point where age had got on that they don't actually really love each other anymore like, right, you know, like uh, the yeah, capital he puts up the quiff and all that uh, but they don't course, really love uh, each other yeah. and uh, Tantino was apparently fascinated by their relationship because right. they were quite close but they didn't love each other but he was a stuntman uh, yeah, yeah. and apparently like, I, so that's what it's based I mean, on I've, I've, I did, I've, I've heard kind of like that and then also there seems to be something to do with a particular particular sort of guy for the 50s or 60s or something like that who was who was a stuntman who was basically like an ex-army type right. guy or whatever and then there's even there's even comparisons to a guy called Gene LaBelle you ever heard of him? No. But he was like Gene LaBelle was like a it was like a stuntman fight coordinator guy mm-hmm. or see like Bruce Lee films and that kind of stuff Chuck Norris and all that kind of stuff but he was like a, like a martial arts expert or whatever. <coughs> and uh, there, were, there was apparently a, you know, a link to him and that kind of way that he used to fucking beat up guys on set and that kind of stuff. And there'll, definitely be, he's def- <coughs> there's, there'll definitely be a, a part of it, uh, it. It seems, I mean, I could be totally wrong. Like you, I, would, I would need to do um, more research, obviously, but it, it seems Only to Tantino be... Only will say you're wrong and he's not going to listen ah, to It seems <laughs> to be just like, just like a, a hybrid or a mix of like loads of different... Because the thing oh, is... Both of them are for sure. What really comes out in it for me, though, <coughs> throughout this whole film, but especially, especially when we're talking about this, like who they're based on and that kind of stuff, just how much an anorak Tarantino is, like, and how much, and that's the only word I can think of because it's borderline encyclopedic, like this guy's in-depth knowledge and appreciation of... She of, anorak? Aye. What? You never, you never heard that expression before? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Marty's never heard the term anorak. Um, an anorak is someone who is his, like a, a sort of... Well... Uh, it's just somebody who's like got a specific knowledge about something. Never heard that in my no, entire life. And you know, you know, son, it's actual nonsense because <coughs> a nanorak beats away like rain. Whereas if you had someone like takes takes information in, that I would have, be better. I have no idea where the expression comes from. Someone please write in and tell us. But um, that's... do you mean an almanac? No, <laughs> is that not a book? An almanac's a book, yeah. right? I never thought we'd have to shift to this level, <laughs> but I'm now googling. I've never heard that before. Right, just to just to prove to Martin that it's definitely the right. Well, thing. I, I believe you, but I want to hear the more definitions. Here we go: a studious or obsessive person. Person, person fucking hell! Just Sean Connery's coming back here. A studious or obsessive person with unfashionable and largely solitary interests. I like it, I'm going to take it, I'm going to steal it. There you go. Do my favour and like, delete this part, right? No. And then <laughs> later on I'll be like, it's, I have fucking anorak, I know what you mean. No, but it's, it's actually got a, it's got a wee um, sentence here, like, you know, with his, with his, well, fucking <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Charlie Chocolate <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. One beer in. Paul Lambert. <laughs> 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 I, need, I just need to get the, the Paul Lambert thing as well do that. With, with his thick specs Shabby shoes and grey suit He looks a bit of an anorak So there you go Anorak, right moving so you'd on you'd be like an anorak with like jazz Nobody, nobody knows about I probably, aye, something yeah. like And I'll be like an anorak with like Wrestling, wrestling aye. Yeah. <laughs> Try we're, to think of something We're cool aren't we, listen to this <laughs> Jazz and wrestling. Put your hands, put your hands together. Hands across the ocean. 
Yeah, that would actually be fantastic if you think about like wrestlers as like jazz musicians, crusty old jazz musicians. Nobody's done that. I thought uh, every gimmick has been done apart from that. That's <laughs> pretty clear. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. Let's get things back fuck? on here, right? So now that we know what an anorak is, um, Quentin Tarantino is definitely one for the history of cinema and and and, and just maybe not even cinema, just like TV and oh, man, all things a, screen and all. He's, he's just got a, just this ridiculous in depth attention to detail. He's a fucking, he's a dork. I think he Absolute wants to dork. leave. He has. I think he wants to leave as many Easter eggs as humanly possible in every single one of his films. I'd say that's fair. Uh, right. Which Definitely. is... But do you know, you're right, so... You're right, right? But I don't think he sees it like that. I mm. just think he loves so many things about cinema and he's just like, I love that and I'm going to put it in this. I, I don't I think, think he's so. like doing it. And he's doing it for him. He's not doing it for who's watching them. Probably. So, Aye. like, Easter eggs is like, I know what you mean, but it's not like a... Yeah. Aye. Uh, it's, it's, it's obviously we're going to talk about this, but I think it borders on like a, an aesthetic thing where he has to he's presenting something visually that is kind of like a, a representation of of his encyclopedic knowledge. Mm-hmm. Of, so, but did you always like see before see before we fucking get oh, into this film, go. right? Yes. Do you want to tell everyone how you always described like every Tarantino film ever? Oh, I mean. You're you're generalising here quite well, a bit, but I did just to say that he was style over substance, style over and substance. that is probably still true. But just it's never been more not true necessarily than um, a bad thing. It just it just is it's what it is. It's never been more true in any films than in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, cool, cool. Save it for your your rating at the end. No, <laughs> you know I, mean? st- I still haven't decided. <laughs> uh, so um, we can go back to like the some of the some of the people um, in the film and, and who they're based on that kind of stuff. So um, we obviously have. Um, Rick Dalton, the main character, Leonardo Aye. DiCaprio. I think it's fair to say that again, he's a sort of hybrid of a lot of actors. But I could be totally wrong if there was one particular person that he's Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, pretty much. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Uh, right. Steve McQueen was apparently in those like uh, basically those, but the exact the exact thing they put. Bounty one or that? Aye, aye, um, like that. Is that a real thing? Because if it is, no, he's going to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. So Steve McQueen started basically in those things. Aye. And I don't think it's like a, a coincidence that they've put him in, like um, the Great Escape and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a coincidence um, that he's in that. So Steve McQueen has. Mm-hmm. Really? But like, you're right, there's, there could be hundreds, man. Aye. Like, Aye. There could be guys that t- only Tarantino himself would know mm-hmm. and no one else has. And then he, they've put a week in a yep. egg in his head. And they add to that, Roscoe? No, I don't think so. He's just, I mean, just too I'll... long over to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, most of the stuff we're probably going to cover as it goes on. But would he have? Would he fancy instead of Rick, instead of Leo for Rick, Tom Cruise? Because it was meant to be no, him. Never. Oh, never, never, nah, never. I could Listen, watch. I could watch Leo as Rick all day. Listen, He's so I, I love. Like, I love Tom more than anyone. But mm. no, I, I don't think he'd have been able to pull it off. Nah, he'd, he'd have been able to do some of this stuff. Um, I mean, there's a there's a bit of Wolf of Wall Street about about. Leo's performance in this, like that kind of comedic tragedy, like that sort of, like a figure who's literally just fucked everyone up. You know, Sam, is... I don't actually think of that, but it is like he loves a shout as well, Leo, don't he? Just loves oh, shouting. It has one of the the best breakdowns I've seen in a film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Apparently, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Magic. So, I mean, to sum up this section, Ross, it's like there's just so much. I mean, just go on Wikipedia, just go have a look. This film is so intensely layered, it's unbelievable. So, um, 
Wait, we do need to mention that um, Margot Robbie's playing a natural person, of right? Of course, of course, we almost forgot. Like, I, I'm not saying like I'm not saying like she's probably probably the biggest female movie star in the world now, her and Jennifer yeah. Lawrence maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like she's on the breadline of that, but it really does. It takes some balls to to play Shanty, knowing what is going to happen or what's what happened in real life and what happens in this, right? And like we don't know anything about Shanty really mm-hmm. uh, in terms of her film career because no. she she died too early. Yeah, of course. Her, and we've like she was our star was on the rise when she died, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's kind of like from what the the sister has said. Right, so the sister apparently, uh, sorry. Shanty's sister, mm-hmm. apparently, was understandably perturbed when she found out that it might have rewrite history and that, but uh-huh. she ended up befriending Tarantino. Yep. Um, yep. And you're like, I just, it takes some balls, man. And like, for, for what I can see, so I've looked up a couple of clips in it, and there's clips of Shanty actually in the film when she's in the pictures. All oh, right. Uh, That's Shanty. Uh-huh. Like, it's not her. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and she's, they've tried to portray her as this kind of. Very, very kind of 60s, That's happy, right. aye, free, kind of takes her shoes off in the yep. pictures and all yep. that kind of yep. thing. Yep. And like, I, I, she does it perfectly. I, I mean, I think one of the one of the freedoms that she has in this is a psychological one in the sense that she knows that she's not going to be treading on Sham Tate's grave, like literally. Because um, aye, it's not, it's not really exploitative. Aye, that's what I'm saying. And I think, and like, it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and but this is the this is the funny thing though. This is how Tarantino kind of subverts everybody because when you watch this film for the first time, all I all I was thinking was this yep. is going to culminate in the Tate murder and other like the actual Manson murder, aye, right? Aye. So he's going to do it really gruesome and horrible. I thought, and, and, and that's where I was kind of thinking, surely not. Surely he's not. You know, something like I was maybe going to save this to later, but I'll say it now. And you know what you just said, mm-hmm. you are absolutely so bang on, right? And that's why. I enjoyed it the second time more. Ten times more Aye. than I did the first time. Because you know that it's not going Because, there. like, uh, for the first one, excuse me, sorry, just beer. <laughs> you know, actually, we're not really talking about the plot much, so I'll say this part, right? So there's a bit where Cliff Booth goes to the, what's the name of the, the, the Manson Kenny? Oh, the Span Ranch. The yeah. Span Ranch. Aye. So Cliff, Brad Pitt goes to there. Kenny knows something's up, but he doesn't put his finger on it. I love that, but oh, so it's incredible. incredible. Absolutely so brilliant, man. Yeah. Like, see the so the first time I seen that, man, the tension was yeah, just like, the I was, oh, please don't kill uh, Cliff. Uh, and when he's there, the first time you see the Manson people and all that, uh-huh. I'd say it's about. You see Charles Manson. Before I'd say it's about then, two you? hours in. Would you agree? And there's an hour. Sorry. I'd say it's about maybe an hour and a half in then or no, maybe an hour and a half. You see Charles Manson himself mm-hmm. before all of them. Right. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm saying I'm saying oh, but you don't like know the, him then. Oh like the the the, 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 weird, the all the fucking weirdos on the commune like that. And see as soon as you've seen them, you're aye. like, oh fuck. I, I, like I was just enjoying I was aye. just enjoying Brad aye. and Leo. Yeah. And now it's actually about this and you're like and you you're right, Ross, like how you're like Tarantino, mate. Just don't fucking don't go there. Don't go there, aye. man. And then it's got a lot of people have said that like aye. they were happy that he didn't make it into a Manson film. Aye, yeah. like aye. and it's so weird to say that because because okay. they've had so much coverage. There's been so much TV that mind hunter that, that thing on them. That's, like, that's interesting as well done, because the, the guy that plays aye, Manson is this is the same one in that. So I mean, creepy guy, yeah, man. man. Talk, talk about image being, is insane. Ah, yes, he does look like him, especially when he was young. Mm-hmm. But I so like 
to go back to uh, to go back to uh, charm like mm-hmm. the first time you're watching it you're because you don't know what's going to happen you're like oh this is because so, she's so lovely and she's so yep. free spirited and you're yep. just like Man, you don't know what's coming, but then the second time you're watching it, you're like, Oh, she's lovely. And all that. No, I know it's real life and all that. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we're only scratching the surface here, guys. So please, um, like I say, go and if you've seen the film, go and do some research and, and just and, and you can just it's a, it's marvel. A wormhole. It's a wormhole, it's, it's insane. Oh my um, god, man, you could this is a Wikipedia dream, <laughs> it really is. I go and spend some time in Wikipedia. People have said it's. Tarantino himself has said that it's his most personal film and people have in reviews have called it a love letter to Ellie and um, he, I think he he was born somewhere and then moved to LA and then back and forth but he basically grew up in LA so one of the things that I didn't like about it um, the first time I watched it in the pictures was because um, there is a lot of time of like Brad Pitt just having a fucking great time just driving through LA, LA Boulevard, very, very famous street, and obviously... Ah, the, the music's playing and all that ah, stuff, it's exactly. just badass. Yeah, yeah. I, but at, at the same time, you're thinking, you're thinking that you're, we, we are in Hamilton watching the pictures, and you're going, <laughs> like, if I was if I was LA, this would be fucking great, but I'm sitting in Mull and I don't know what any of these things are. I, I think I think you do lose a bit. If if you don't live there, you don't recognise what any... If, if you're maybe kind of been there at that time when some even, of that even stuff was America, there America Roscoe yeah, yeah not even just uh, LA just America yeah. like I don't know though I don't know so much though this is something I think about quite a lot with films especially that are set in like the, the biggies like New York and LA and stuff like that is I don't know if you hear a lot of people talking about like how LA is kind of just like its own planet and it's just mm-hmm. like it's got its own ecosystem and it's just very different from everywhere else in the world and I don't know if that's kind of what he's getting at with this because he's trying to like sort of make it that it is, it's this dreamland, it's this kind of like, it's, it's not real. Like it's not real in the sense that right down to the very fibre of like how it works. It's not It's not a community in the way that where we are is or Hamilton or, 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 or even New York. Or even New York, it's not like that. It's it's just this very fantastical, um, superficial and good and bad ways type of place where it's just full of these crazy characters that may as well be in a film so why uh, not just I, make a film about that it that is exactly what it is like, and like, I think that's where, also, he's, where he's sort of getting uh, it with it you know? yeah, so like for instance like um, and when they get to the evening the very very last evening um, Sharon and her friends go to a restaurant in Cliff and mm-hmm. uh, right, so those restaurants I believe were like real right and like so we're like if you're in LA you're like oh that's fucking cool but we're like oh, well, I'm Give yeah. a fuck if they're real or not. Like, I mean, I know what you mean, but like, you could say that about any film, really, where they're, where they're filming a location somewhere. No, I think. but you can just tell Tarantino sitting just oh, going like that. Like, he's just... definitely done that. How many film buddies are sitting there? Oh, sitting... that's in there, or this I, is there. I, it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, which, it's, it's which doesn't uh, care to everyone. And, and that's fine. Like, I, I, don't, I highly doubt he gives a fuck, but no, it's, it, it's not the same as like um, if it was New York and it's the Brooklyn Bridge or something. You know, it's things I, that are recognisable to people that don't even live there. It's, yeah. He's picked all these obscure. It's also an atmosphere that, as well. Yeah. Because even even when you go to New York, like New York's kind of different to LA, and like if you go to New York and you see something that's in a film, you're like, oh my god, that's the that's the kind of the garage for the Ghostbusters or something mm. like that, right? Aye. Whereas LA's just kind of like, um, there's no like, there's um, what I'm looking for. There's, there's landmarks in New York. 
right? See in LA, there's no really. Um, I think compared more, to I New th- York, no, I think no, definitely. It's more they're not internationally resi- renowned one. Ah, I think it's more, more just things that folk who work in the entertainment industry or music industry or film industry or will, will, will know these places. Exactly. Things like, you know, you know you're talking sort of studios, film studios, like music the, studios. Like the cinema that he's bought and all that aye, in real life and aye, stuff they'll like be, that. They'll be, they'll be things, you know, and you have, to, you have to remember as well, encapsulating the whole surrounding geographical area of LA. I mean, California is like, what is it, like almost twice the size of Britain, like, up, up, like north to south. It's something like 800, 900 miles or something like that. Like, it's, it's, it's insanely big. Yeah. So you're sitting there going like, well... We'll, we'll need to check that one, but I'm not saying <laughs> No, I think, I think it is. It's like, like it's twice as nice as Britain. Well, I, I mean, all I'm saying is it's huge, right? All I'm saying is I'm not saying anything so that if you're right, I'm not saying anything, but if you're wrong, I'll say something. All right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds about right. I, that's fair, actually. Eh? But, um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like... That's California, but what I'm saying is, if even if you just take into account the surrounding area of LA, mm-hmm. which a lot of it is kind of like um, wine country and all that. Aye, it's like it's such a big varied. It's countryside basically. When you take that into consideration, it gives mm-hmm. you all of these other landmarks that, again, people who know the area will be like, "Oh, look, they're there," mm-hmm. or, or whereas we'll just be like, "That's a field," or "That's a mm-hmm. that's a desert," or "That's a that's a hill." I know cool. it's like it's like fucking and uh, it's like World War Z. Aye. And uh, World War Z get filmed in like uh, George Square <laughs> and like you have some guy and like watching it in LA is going to be like that's fucking George Square, that's cool <laughs> as fuck. It's a love letter to Glasgow. It is. Right. Well, World War Z, eh? All these all these well I suppose it is, isn't it? There went a lot of zombies in Glasgow, that means. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I seriously though it is. In nineteen sixty nine, when the film was set um, there was the genuine fear and threat at the time of the Manson family um, that was spreading like wildfire around um, California in general. Obviously headed, obviously headed by Marlon. Mar- I, Marlon it was, <laughs> was the uh, the mastermind behind it. Um, just, uh, just waves of people removing ribs uh, all over all over the country. Uh, self, uh, is that what you call it? Auto fellatio? What do you fucking call it? <laughs> Not that I've ever tried it. Apparently, you have. Hey, let's not go there. <laughs> I think that's what that would be taking us down a step, would it not? I feel as if. I mean, this is just getting derailed immediately. I feel as if I've kind of went a bit too highbrow uh, recently. So, I right, let's talk about self here, Philly Show. Is is some link the Manson family to that? No, fucking is it? There's like two steps. Right, come on. Right, come on, boys. Get some good chins this model. Right. So, um,. Your Charlie boy um, was obviously um, making some waves, uh, making a bit of a name for himself, you know, uh, being a bit of a boy in that, you know what I mean? I like, guess you could call uh, it that. So, uh, aye, genuine fear, especially among celebrities and that kind of stuff. Uh, now, my history is a bit patchy, but I believe there was, he was kind of targeting famous people and stuff like that, wasn't he? Um, I, I, think, I think they weren't. I can't really remember, though. I, I don't really know too much about the history of it, so I don't know if of what happened with Sharon Tate and that if that was the start of it or if it yeah. had been no I think there was on. a I think there was a there was there was like a, a wave of of murders I mean I'm just thinking because it's there's, not there's there's genuinely a million kind of there's a million theories about it man like yeah. they didn't even mean to send her to her house uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um uh, 
I believe they they killed. I right, so the 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 night after the 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 Tate murders, uh, they went and killed a guy who was like a. They killed someone that uh, the next night, and he was like a, a, I can't remember, just not a celebrity or that. Mm-hmm. And it was something to do with he was not happy with the manner of the the murders for Tate, and he was like, "This is this is uh, what this I wanted." And then he went, "I practice like I practice like, but like legitimately, like I, I we're kind of we're kind of always saying like we've we've heard kind of rumors and all that, and even Tarantino has been asked about rumors and all that, and he's kind of turned them down. But the uh, in terms of when 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 Cliff gets to that ranch, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but there's a feeling. Aye, they all just they're all just stigs. <laughs> Not they're all they're all stigs. They haven't washed. They haven't washed. Oh. They're, they're cutting about in their bare feet, and that lassie's got her, her armpits kind of right. hairy and all that. Right, and stop. We need to stop you there. Uh, aye, because you're presuming that our listeners know what the word stig means. Who else is, is your cousin still watching this? Because if not, then it's literally... Out. I don't think MD's watching it. No, no one's watching it, that's no for sure. No one's watching you, but, you're fucking ugly. But, oh, come on. No, he's ugly now, you feel normally right. handsome, but now he's happy. Right, so... Sorry. We, we, we must... I, I'll let you explain it, because it's a very hurtful um, and derogatory and... Um, a stig it's, in... It's a hurtful word. A stig in Northern America. What would... What, what, I, what would what would a North American call... What would a stig be? don't know. Hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, poor. Uh, yeah. Poor. Pretty much. Poor, basically, aye. Aye. But no, no, happy please. Fucking... Elab- elab- it's not happy. Elaborate. Not elaborate. poor, happy. No, what, 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 was, what was the word stig used in our... What, what, oh, stig of the dump. Aye, aye exactly. Yeah. So uh, basically just a, an unclean or unkempt person. Like uh, Cletus? Like Cletus, the slight George Yoko from The Simpsons. Ding, ding, ding. I've not even done that much recently. Oh, That's kind of fit, fall off, falling off a wee bit, but... Um, Simpsons film round it for us. <laughs> so, aye, um, where, where were we again? I forgot. That stig objection threw me right off. Mansons. Aye, so the Mansons. Um, uh, Martin says they were all at the farm being all stiggy. Aye, a bunch of stigs on a, on a, on a, on a ranch. Um, but aye, so there was a genuine fear there amongst um, the, the sort of Hollywood elite, if you want to call that, the, the, the glitterati. I mean, be, I didn't know that either. Like, aye, they I were knew, being targeted. Like, I knew. I think, I think everyone was just. Afraid to never mind. Of like, course, I. Eh? Uh, and um, you know, obviously you've got that added, the, the added sort of bit of like the summer of love and you know happy and, and and free love and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's, I think that was kind of what was that ended up. Aye, that's but this was kind of really? what was what was. I um, reckon that like when you know all the Manson murders, that was pretty much the end of the the summer of love. Really, mm-hmm. like I because right so. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's 1969. Uh-huh. Yeah. I it's really I generally did not know that. But what, what I was saying was that because you have that element added in, where like you've got the fear from the from the cult and the murders, but also there's this attitude. Obviously, it's very heavily played on in the film. It's where everyone's like open and like there's just everyone's you know it's all love and peace and happiness and that kind of stuff. So it just showed you, I think, kind of like what people in LA would have felt like, how easy it would have been to fall into that trap and how easy it would have been to associate with people like that. Because oh, totally, of just, yeah. I mean, even if you think you can, about you it, can, no. even if you think about it now, like it's kind of, it's kind of shocking. I think Tarantino does well to actually showcase, like, like people romanticise that aspect of the past, like where how 
free it was and how easy it was and the rest of it and there was there was no worries and less things in place but actually you look at it and he sort of flips that in his head and sh- sort of shows you how shocking and dangerous it could be as well and it's like that to me was the interesting bit about it because you've obviously got him and the cliff and the, the happy girl and that kind of stuff and then you know weird ah, very weird I mean she needs to wash those feet ridiculous because uh, that's the problem absolutely ridiculous <laughs> aye. no I know but I mean so you know what Tarantino's like these feet Aye, he has got a foot thing, hasn't he? Ah, it's an own thing. This, this is probably the worst film. Aye, because they're, they're dirty in this. So many bare feet in this. At least, at least Emma's and Kill Bill are fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> but then you've also got um, you've also got Brad Pitt eating. Is that so? Have I missed? Is that something I've missed? I know. Why is he not... always eating and always not in so many of his films? He's eating. He's not doing it. In Go this. back and watch. Honestly, I guarantee you next. It's Ocean's Eleven hang. I can't picture him eating one hang in this. Oh, he is. He is. There's a bit where I uh, see, um, see when uh, Rick meets uh, Pacino. And he's, he's just in the background, like chomping something. No, he's not. He's eating, the, he's eating the celery for a, a Bloody Mary. That's what I'm saying. But, like, it's not. It's not just, where the fuck it? Is he doing it when he's battering Bruce Lee? Obviously <laughs> not. But I, just, I just feel as if I've missed something there. Is that like. Is that it's a bad thing? The, the only thing I can think about it. with an actor that does the same thing or does something the same in every film is um, what's his name for Moon? Oh, yeah, Sam, Rockwell. Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell dances, dances in, every, in film, yeah. every film he's in, pretty much. Right. Yep. That was just as he wrote that in his contract. I think he has, eh? Well, weird request, Sam. I know. Jesus Christ. It was like Sam. <laughs> right. Th- this did cause a bit of controversy. Um, I think this is probably the most controversial part of the film. Uh, Mark Kermode uh, was not happy about this. Uh, it's, it's quite funny. I mean, this is you... not the most fucking controversial part of the film. Oh, no, this, this, I think this, it is. This, this fucking... caused, it, it caused a big stir. Um, I mean, it, it seems to be a thing with Tarantino, though. You know, we make a film once every three years or so, and then somebody's going to give him grief about some part of it. Yep. You know? And, um, so Bruce Lee's in the film, and it's it's like one of these kind of like wee side stories that Barry was talking about. You kind of find out how Cliff's been, um, I don't know, kind of blacklisted almost. Aye, because from... apparently. But is this? The, can I sorry interject here? But do we think that was him remembering that, or was that just a fantasy? What the Bruce Lee? The that whole Bruce Lee bit because now he's working on the roof. He just sort of looks uh, up. Uh, it's and then, a, it's and a memory. And it just comes back. So, but, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's still it's narrated. There's kind of narration right. over uh, it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm going to say that did happen. Well, there is uh, there is the the story about Bruce Lee and the that's in famously in the office. And the about how Bruce Lee, like uh, a stunt man, challenged him to a fight and all that, and like right. it is actually it? happens. I don't know that. Uh, they got, like it's, it's in the office. You remember the guy song about Bruce oh, Lee? Oh, that is funny. That but, uh, the, and, the uh, guy. Yeah. He's like, uh, actually, uh, it was Enter the Dragon <laughs> at last. <laughs> so good. You know, and he just put him in a chokehold. No, actually, he smashed him through a wall. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apart, like bang a day, apparently, uh, an extra or a stuntman tried to pick a fight with Bruce Lee and. They back. were fighting each other. No, they were fighting each other, and apparently Bruce Lee liked the fact that this guy was brave enough to do it, and uh-huh. he was just like, "Right, fucking, let's just go on my phone." But you know, 
Well, That's, Roscoe, why don't you then explain what happened in the in this particular segment, and we'll, we'll yeah. sort of go through it. So, because... so Cliff's um, they're on the set of the Green Hornet. That's right. Um, aye. and Bruce Did Lee. Aye, really? I mean, Bruce Lee's dressed up like Kato mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Um, so they're on the set of that Rick's got a part in it. Um, Cliff's going to be his double for any stunts, and Bruce Lee's kind of showing off. Aye. He's showing off like talking about how how he could beat Muhammad Ali, Ali. <laughs> um and Cliff starts laughing at him. Right. And obviously, like, you know, they're trying to make it the this Cassius guy's... Clay. Not well, I uh, mm-hmm. um they're trying to make out that he's got a bit of he's got a big e- ego, but it's fragile. Uh-huh, so when he sees that. Cliff laughing at him, he's, he challenges him to a fight and um I think he does he kick him. He knocks, I think he kicks him in the chest right. and knocks him down. And, he, and, and then he tries to do the same again the second time. Aye. But Cliff grabs him and throws him into a car. Aye. That was brilliant. It's always car. Yes. Aye. Aye. So there's, 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 there's another wee edge to that, which is that obviously um, Cliff isn't, like you mentioned there, Cliff has kind of been blacklisted. A lot of people don't want to work with mm-hmm. him up because he's mental and apparently killed his wife and blah, blah, blah. You think he did? So then... Um, I, I do. I think but so, you see I, his face when he was getting mowed at, and he's holding yeah. that spear gun. Of course he did. So, uh, do you know that there's a uh, there's a novel novel novelization of? Oh the yeah, film? yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and I think uh, that that gets sort of beat, uh, fleshed out a wee bit that bit, doesn't it? Like, yeah, I killed her. There you go. So, uh, she's I mean, been a fucking, so, so she's been a fucking. Ah, she always been a kid, You know right? what it's like when he's fucking nah. I know. Chatting away at you. So, <laughs> So Cliff is always been blacklisted and they're trying to sort of show you like how he's remembered and how this particular woman who is based on a real woman. See the see the see the woman who's the stunt coordinator, mm-hmm. like Kurt Russell's wife. Right. That's yeah. that's based on a real woman who is like what who's like the most high profile stunt coordinator like in Hollywood today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's her. Hi. Oh, it's actually her that's uh, it? says uh, Zoe... Is it ah. Zoe Bell? Zoe go. Bell, her name is. Ah, I don't know. I, mean, it's, I didn't realise it was actually her that's ah, it. it's actually her. So, um... Anyway, so he's recalling like how how that happened. She was like, sorry, it was she was like, um, the bride's the yeah, bride's she was, thing, she was and uh, she was in, she was in, actually in, in death 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 as well. Well, so. Um, and I think like that's what I'm saying. I, I I'm just sort of being a wee bit devil's advocate here. Like, uh, no, was, that it's actually, it's a, was that actually a memory or was that a just a question. fantasy? It's a good question yeah. because um, it's the way he sort of he sort of looks up, and because he's been he's been getting berated <laughs> off of the two of them. And then just like he's just sort of thinking about that, and it could it could just be a but I think you're in right, my mind, probably is I mean in my right. mind he's just looking up with regret. Like, aye, maybe oh, aye, aye, aye. I that, exactly. Right? Aye. Yeah. One thing's for sure though, I do like the I do like that wee interaction. Just it's it's a very Tarantino bit. This I mean like oh my god, it's it's like his fucking wet the dialogue, <laughs> the snappy dialogue. That but but Ross, like we'll we'll, we'll only actually talk about what what sort of more about that wee bit itself. Uh-huh. But obviously the. The controversy? Would you like to? Yeah, I mean, I mean, skirt around it if you want, because it is. It is, I, it is I, I, I think the kind of general thing was that it was somehow kind of like an Asian or something like that, or I don't, I don't know. It was like kind of discriminating. Like I don't think I, I, I don't think anyone can possibly say it was anti-Asian or discriminatory. I think it could have been poor taste. No, 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 no. I, I think mean, it's pe- poor people, taste. It's the people saying really that, like that either. No, the thing that the thing do you that, think it is in Pertis, or are you saying that people? No, 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 no. What I'm saying, the problem with it was the fact that I think that the guy's accent and stuff like that was in poor taste, and he's hammed it up. You're saying that? I, I think that's what it was. I, Don't be stupid. I really? Mean, 
Oh, fucking if, hell. If that's where the controversy was, then it's ridiculous because the guy's, you know, his his job is to be Bruce Lee. To speak, He's done a Bruce like, Lee impression? Yeah. The Bruce Lee sounded yeah. like? Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's not as if it's, not as if it's like... A white guy? Aye. No, I know, I know what you're saying, but it's not out with the realms of possibility. I mean, look at look at Quentin's use of the N-word. Like, it's not out with... Don't the, fucking uh, bring that but listen, shit up. Well, let me make my point then. So there's... There's, it's not out with the realms of possibility that he could have been directed to be a more stereotypical um, version. And I'm not saying that... I, I don't have a problem with it myself, but it's just like... I just don't think it's... It wasn't a, it wasn't a stereotypical Asian, it was a stereotypical Bruce Lee. Yeah. That, aye. That's the, but this is the thing, though. Bruce Lee has become a byword for just any sort of Asian guy that fights. So... Do you know what I mean? So then there's then you, you add into that the way that he's really hamming up the accent, he's really hamming, hamming up the whole... I, I can see why there was, was a bit of pushback with it. That's because folk are fucking dicks. Aye, but all I'm saying is, so you must agree with me then, that it's not out with the, the realms of possibility that Quentin's actually directed it that way. Absolutely. No, nah, nah, I, th- I think he's probably... He's probably showed the guy. Like, great. Here's, is... here's some scenes. Yes. Like, from Bruce Lee films. Here's some interviews with him. You know what I mean? Here, here he is on yeah. the Green Hornet. Yeah. Do that. On that note, did you do you know about... Um, I think it has probably turned up a wee bit, though. It is, aye. I mean, it's a, it's a film. I know, it's, but it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, you. It's I'm all done for kind of laughs as well, and it's not, that's not that's not the funny aspect of it. I like, mean, I can see it, like, legitimately, see if you're fucking Bruce Lee's, fam- Bruce Lee's family. I can see, I by all means, be annoyed, but not, not fucking anti-Asian shit, that's nonsense. I, no, I, I can understand why... Like fans, but he's meant to have been like that. He's meant to have been a dick. I know, I've, I've I, heard I that know. he's meant to. That's be maybe what it is. It's just a dick guy, men and stuff I don't like think it's that. Because so. he'll love him, but he did say, like he did say, like to be fair to him, right? He didn't. Tantian was asked about it, mm-hmm. and to be fair to him, he didn't like, like beat around the bush. He was like, "Well, he was maybe a dick." That's right. basically what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's 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 a lot of associated stories with that. I mean, um, maybe a dick if you could fucking leather like anyone. <laughs> 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 but the the thing like is me? though, like. So, there's another thing, but obviously it shows you Bruce Lee sort of like dance, like training Sharon, and all kind of stuff, right? right? Now, there was an element of that, and there's a, there's a what I, what I think's interesting about that is that it's kind of an interesting parallel to, to the modern day sort of influencer because a lot of people will say that Bruce Lee was nothing more than like a, like a jumped up fucking Tai Chi instructor who basically just bled all the celebrities dry for like, oh I'll come, I'll teach you how to fucking do this. And it, mm-hmm. that was kinda that was kind of what they were they were going at there. Is like and then obviously you've got so. Aye. And then you've I you've don't. also you've also got um why not forget his name, Cliff. Um sort of just saying what a lot of people probably think when he goes like that. No, I think you just say all that bullshit so you don't have to get in a real fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you look I mean the same story, Bruce Lee, regardless of what way you cut it like legend and all that but is it not funny how that same story repeats itself with your Jean-Claude Van Damme's your Steven Seagal's the guys that just talk total fucking bullshit and it's like you know I don't know maybe I'm just like I'm I'm not like some Massive Bruce Lee fan, but don't uh, don't put him on those fucking two man. No, I know, but like, no, I'm just saying that in, in, I, I in, in I the way you, they I talk about this, right? But uh, it's an interesting story related to though you're talking the Green Hornet thing, right? Um, so <laughs> apparently, um, there was going to be an episode where they were fighting Batman and Robin, right? Yeah. They talking about their egos and their pride being so fragile and that kind of stuff, right? So obviously, Batman and Robin were going to leather the Green Hornet and Kato, right? <laughs> 
and uh, Bruce Lee walked <laughs> off set <laughs> because he didn't. He says Bruce Lee does is, is defeated by no one or something. Like that. I I can believe that. I so couldn't he even act in a scene where he would get beat? I mean, how incredible is that? It's, it's funny as well. See, thinking again about all that kind of backlash, like. Quentin Tarantino obviously loves Bruce Lee. Clearly. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, you look back at Kill Bill and Aye. the the kind of costume and everything, it's... The, I don't know. People are just funny. It's, it's a good more, scene. It's, it's more lofty taking though, isn't it? <laughs> aye, aye. It is, by the way. Aye. Uh, Which is based on Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it's, aye, it's, a, it's a good scene and that's worth... See, see if you want to just look at a clip of this film. Yeah. But watch that one because it's like two minutes long and it's hilarious. We should just say very quickly as well that Brad Pitt is cool as fucking this. So cool, man. Aye. Like, he's, 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 he's like, so fucking cool. He's, the, see, he's at that age now where he's the right amount of haggard. Like, to be, see, for this, I remember saying to Sharon when we were watching this, I goes, he is like exactly what you would think he in your head if you thought he like a mad stuntman. Aye. He's like, he's pure chiseled and good looking, but he's also just looks haggard as if he's seen some shit. Aye, he has, you know aye, I mean? he's, he's got he's, that weathery he's skin. Mad, he's mad blonde hair and all that. And also, we, 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 there's so many aspects, obviously, of the film that we're not, we're not going to get through the night. It's an extremely expansive film. But I think I also found it just a wee side note. Then when you show you, obviously, him living in his wee behind the cinema and stuff. And the wee dog. Out. What's the dog called again? Oh. That's probably a Smarticus, isn't it? Yeah, it's a right, Smarticus. Right, oh, right, leave it. There you go. Oh, so, mate, nearly um, got him a minute. Oh, aye. Marcus <laughs> on his phone. Oh, but, um, oh. I'm so, going to be thinking that for the rest of the fucking no, podcast. See, see when you see him living in that wee bit, right? You, the first thing that went through my head was, it's such a cliche thing, right? Like, how come these guys that always live in, like, trailers and fucking live in squalor and all that, how come they're always dead lean and they're in fucking no, no, amazing no. shape and all that, right? But I figured it out. I, I, knew, I know why is it, it because is. because they only eat mac and cheese? That's what I was going to say. They only eat one meal a day. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, how, how bad does that sound? But I was watching and I was like, that mac and cheese looks fucking good. It does look good. He just puts all the cheese on the cheese. It's fucking amazing. But, like, the funny thing is, I think that's what it is. So you think you're like, Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon art, right? Like, ah, like these guys wake up, drink beer, and then just like protect, like maybe play like, Russian roulette with themselves, <laughs> then go to work, <laughs> then just smoke fags all day. But they're still like incredibly lean, like fit guys who can do anything. They're these superhumans. But I figured out that's why it is because they go out and they work out and they do all this shit, but they only eat one meal a day. They're actually cutting constantly. Maybe we should just put a caravan on the beach. We should we should adopt that lifestyle, eh? I remember, I think it was uh, when, in fact, one of the first times, because, you know, we've mentioned it before, but um, my girlfriend Sharon hasn't seen a lot of stuff, right? So I, I remember the first time when we watched Lethal Weapon, I was like, I can't believe you haven't seen Lethal Weapon. And the first thing she said was, I wish that was my life. Like, she loves the idea of, like, just living in, like, a wee sh- like, shack dog, somewhere with a dog guy yeah. out in the beach, and it's like... Checking it, life. I'm doing it. mental torture for you. PTSD. Dead life. Yeah, not good. Honestly, there's so many, so many stars and all that, but it's basically about three. Absolutely. Kind of about two, but about three, really. Yep. Um, DiCaprio, Pat, and Margot. Uh, aye. I mean, like, Margot Robbie's obviously not as um, much of a... She doesn't have as much to do in the film as... No, nah, it's, really, it's, it's the two of their film. It's, it's definitely it's like fucking, 90% it's, the it's two a buddy, of them. A aye, she she spends is. more time in the film dancing than she does speaking. Aye. Aye. So, um... So Pitt won his first Academy Award for um, for Cliff. Wow. Uh, deserved for me. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's amazing in it. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, the, the, he's the best thing in it for me. One of the coolest characters you've you've ever seen. 
Well, Jimmy Lee, he, do you see even the the very very end Aye. when he's he's in the like we'll get to the end, but when he's Aye. in the, the ambulance and he's Aye. like, "You're really good, right?" The captain's like, "You're really good friend." And he's like, "I try." Yeah, just like fucking just be my dar, be my be my dar, be my dar, be my be my best mate. That's a whole new that's a whole new level to the whole daddy shit. It's just like be my dar. That's a Scottish like It's the only. It's arguably the only consistent thing I thought about it from the first time I watched it to the what, second time. What do you want him to be your father? No. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, like I was like, uh, DiCaprio's gay, but Pitman nice. Well, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I actually prefer. I mean, it's not that I prefer. I think. I think this is one of DiCaprio's best performances. I did. Yeah. I I did much prefer him second time than the first time. I think there's some, like I said earlier, I could watch DiCaprio as Rick Dalton all day mm-hmm. long. He's just talking, just obviously there's a lot more, but just these mannerisms, like, I don't know where they've took, taken that from. Like the sort of stutter, the sort of, I don't know where they've, where that they've got weird, that from. Man. But that, I thought there was something so It comes and goes. It, I, it, it, like, I, I only noticed thing. it. Is that a nervous thing? Yeah. I, only, I, I, don't, I genuinely don't think I noticed it the first time I watched it. But it was particularly noticeable this time. Right. And uh, I, it just, and he leaves it's weird I think um, I think it, I think it's nerves because it does it when because he's, he's trying he's, to, to for Pacino he's trying to sell himself mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh-huh. I think that's where it comes in I stressful situation I think it happens as well when he's on the, the set of Lancer mm-hmm. and I, he's talking I, to the director I, I, as I by the way like, see, see this is a major fucking Kenny who, who plays that guy the director I. Well, that's, um, um, it legitimately looks like Brian Cranston like for the whole it, thing it's not I know it's not but even in time I recognised him as well I can't remember who right. it was but I really okay, recognised anyway, him anyway it was just a wee no, thing no it's fine um, interestingly though like I say I think there's just something so magnetic about Leo in this like he's because there's so much depth to it like Brad's this like su- superficial character who's just really fun to watch but aye, but, aye. but Leo has this like real depth and you see a lot you really you really um, connect to him you really em- empathise with him because like he's he's going through these things. You feel for him. He has this breakdown. Yep. Like even I just think, sorry, it's, there's a lot of tragic comedy in him. <laughs> obviously, right? Like he's he's Leo. Leo's really good at this. But even just that bit where he's having the total breakdown. See when uh, see when he see when he goes in for the first day of filming on on the on the show, and he's like he's like line. Why why do I have to have? No, I had to have, go and have eight whiskey sours. <laughs> I couldn't just stop at four. No, no, I had to have eight. And it's just like you're just sitting there. The guy's crying while he's saying this starts like shouting at him and just like he's he's you're literally like you're feeling the exact same emotions he's feeling because you're laughing and almost crying at the same time at how tragic it is do you know sorry I was going to say see when he looks in the mirror at himself he says like if you don't go out there and smash this like I'm going to go home and stick a gun in your mouth and blow your brains Uh, (laughs) out my favourite my favourite bit um, is actually the the like him and Pitt standing in the car park after oh, the meeting with Al Pacino. Don't don't cry in front of the Mexicans. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's a facial cliff. I'm I'm a hair's beating. <laughs> he's he's so good at that man. He's, he's, so, he's so just sobbing in the car. Uh, like, and like he's like he gives him his sunglasses. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Uh, no, it's genius. <laughs> it's total genius, man. I love like, see the scare that he gets as well when he's in the pool. Oh, God, oh man, I he's kind of an underrated kind of <laughs> physical, uh, oh, physical kind of guy. Comedy, like, aye, like, aye. He's, he's wailing arms uh, and all that. Aye. 
I like actually. Pat. Yeah. Is the MVP for me. Yeah. Uh, but it is still. But he, you're Kenny, kind of, you said it right. Like, he is Kenny kind of window dressing. Of course he is. Uh, it's like, a super special character. It's, it's but the it's, Capros, that's what's it's funny the Capro's film. Yeah. In fact, well, that's a bit harsh, but you I get, what, get what you mean. Right. Um, but, like, honestly, man, like, Margot Robbie, she's. She, she is. If you, if you, if you, if, if Tarantino was to sit down and say, here, this is what I want you to be, mm-hmm. I think she done it, like, a hundred percent. Like, e- even if, like, even if DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were ninety five percent, what DiCaprio, sorry, what Tarantino told her to do to be Shanty, yeah. I think it was a hundred percent. So on that note, there's a couple of things that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right now that I love about Tarantino, right, that are reflected in Margot Robbie's character portrayal of Shanty. Feet. <laughs> well, well <laughs> a lot of feet, eh? Uh, but first of all, I love how Tarantino never cheapens or objectifies women really any more than 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 what's the word for it? Like he doesn't he doesn't go overboard with that if that makes sense. Yeah, like, he loves women. Uh, man, he's brought up with a aye, single man. But, but what I'm saying is like there's there's a real thing about his films where you you know you're going to get excess in loads of different areas of the film. You're going to get the dialogue. You're going to get the visuals. You're going to get violence. A- blah, blah blah. But there's very rarely like. Over over sexualization or gratuitous nudity or whatever it's like, but he could have done that. You know what I mean? You've got like the fucking she's the she's the poster girl right now. Like she's literally the number one, like you say, probably female uh, actress in in the world. And it's like what I like about it is he could have went down that road of she's a free spirit and all that kind of stuff. And he also relieved her of the burden of having to be sexy. If that makes sense. She's still pretty sexy. No, I know, but, but, do you know what I mean by that? He relieved her of that burden and allowed her just to like do this, just to be this, this sort of positive, like what you say, free spirited thing. And it that was that's all it needed to be. It didn't need to be anything else. I think she, I think Tarantino's a bit of a kind of uh, what do you call it? A famous like a feminist. Hang me, feminist like a hmm? militant feminist. Like yeah. a, I think uh, Tarantino's a bit of a militant feminist. Uh, yeah, 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 I think it is like. He has got a, when you think about it, he's got quite a few strong. Get at me if I'm wrong, I can't think of any bit of nudity in any. There's a in Pulp Fiction, um, the, the Bruce Willis section. No. Uh, Bruce Willis, uh, but, but even then. Aye, his? His dick? That's getting sampled up. His dick? That's getting sampled. It's going to make an appearance in future episodes. I wasn't sure if. That uh, French woman, if you oh, see yeah, no, no, but no, that no. even then, it's just weird rather than like it's not, it's not even no, like a move, sex scene, it's, just, it's weird. <laughs> no, I, a like, I, don't piece of I, I don't think there's a single bit of female <laughs> nudity in anything he's directed. There is no, some, there is some in From Dust to Dawn, but he's an actor and he's having a great time sucking fucking Samurai yeah. X toes. <laughs> But okay, and I, I, I don't. I think, I think he's a bit of a militant feminist. Uh, uh, what, 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 or before I end, like at the risk of sounding like a fucking idiot who's, who just has to see things in terms of sex and nudity. What what I was getting at was just the fact that it, I, I don't know what it's like. You get to a, you get to a point where it's almost refreshing, and it's almost shocking not to see like sex scenes or nudity or or, or even completely unnecessary romances put into films. So. There was just something about this that, that hit the right balance, and then you've even got the the dodgy bit with the fucking with Cliff and the 
mm-hmm. the girl who what we don't even know what age she is. Like yeah. we 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 think she's like sixteen or fifteen she, or something. She claims she's eighteen. Eighteen. Aye. Yeah. So he's even he's even sort of like don't get me wrong. It's maybe it's obviously just a comment on the time, isn't it? Rather than like a, he's not trying to actually be controversial or anything. It's just a comment on the time and how like that was probably just commonplace. Um, oh, and then it's kind of like saying, "Well, Cliff's a good guy, been around the block. He's, he's, he's not going to, aye, exactly again." But that's a classic thing, though. Is, is endearing, uh, it, you, endearing but, you to a dark character? Though, uh, it's, 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 it's so she, funny. Like, she's clear, you she's even... clearly a fucking bitch. So. Oh, yeah, she deserved it. Uh-huh. You just ignore that he killed his wife almost. Yeah, yeah, generally do. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it, like, at, do you know something? Um, when I watched it, uh, you know, when they do the flashback to the bit in the boat, <laughs> I was like. Fucking hell! I can't remember what happened here, but I'll remember it when they show the next part uh-huh. of the flashback later. Yeah, and I was like, see when it ended, I was like, fucking hell, that that's the one. <laughs> You're made to decide for yourself. So Roscoe, yes, Martin's put his hat in the ring. Brad for him, it's Leo for me. But the at the main stars, who's who's the MVP for you? Um, right before I do that, I'm gonna give a shout out to Bruce Dern because oh, he's right, exactly, in it yeah. for like one scene and he's brilliant. Aye. And Cut Russell as well, man. Aye, Cut Russell actually, as well. Yeah, they're, they are also um, but he narrates it as well. Aye, well, weirdly, like as a pure talent, you know. Uh, is that, it? Aye. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, Leo, and it's purely because I feel like Brad Pitt is probably just as cool as that in real life so, <laughs> he's probably not he's not really like, much uh, he's, he's not having as much Leo's not fucking cool no um, what I mean is he's got more to do like to kind of become his character he does he's funny he enough does, though. That's, that's what I mean I, well I don't know so much because like Leo's, Leo's a pretty well documented hedonist you know what I mean no but what I mean is he's he's not like Rick Dalton Aye, true. That's what I mean. But so in terms of the excess, he certainly is. Like, 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 is a bit of a loser. He's not aye, a fucking loser. Aye, true. Aye, true. Um, aye. Leo, he's, he's great. Aye, few good scenes. I do love Brad Pitt in it, though. I don't think there's really MD that's bad no. in the film. Aye, now that we're... Sorry, just because we're in that part, like, I particularly noticed that... And it's weird It's weird for me to say this because they want you to notice this part. Uh-huh. But it's the bit where he's he, he's acting in the show with the wee lassie and his oh, yeah, on the ground yeah, and he yeah. starts greeting all that, man. Aye. It kind of gets you a wee bit. It does. It really does. It does. Uh, like, it's he's it's like, beautiful. Because you, you really want him to do well. Aye. And that wee lassie, man, like we need to mention her. She's, oh, she's phenomenal. She's brilliant She's well. absolutely aye. amazing. I know. Apparently based on an actual... Aye. She was, aye. Someone an, was an actually in one of these shows. Aye. Like, it was like, yeah, like, the most kind of like professional. Aye, aye, aye. I know. Now, listen. We, we, there's obviously like we're we're talking about the, the main guys just now, but like you said, Ross, mm. the, the other people do deserve massive credit. In, in Pacino terms of, is great. Aye, Pacino, brilliant. So good. But like, honestly, we, in it for four minutes. But he just does what Pacino does, man. He just like, elevates everything. Do you know Seriously. what I mean? Like, but the the other thing was that um, I was just, I was just thinking also we've not really mentioned Polanski, and obviously, uh, obviously. I mean, in real life, the less said, the better, obviously. Ah, just about, aye. The interesting thing is, though, that... We should be talk about having fucking Woody Allen on a podcast, though. <laughs> I don't think that would be a special that many people would listen to, but... No. Uh, <laughs> right, and now we're talking about... Right, no. So, this, is a, this is a shit show. <laughs> but, but, obviously, um, uh, the sort of thing that kick-starts the film off is, is uh, Rick finding out that Roman Polanski has moved in next door to him. Mm-hmm. 
and obviously the big move on Shaker at the time. Do you know what I mean? He was he was like the big hottest director, and that kind of stuff. Um, Rosemary's Baby, what a film. Right. Um, but you know, like I think he's he's not in it for a while. You just kind of see shots of him just driving about, don't you? Or or milling about at parties or in his car. Uh-huh. And I think that's just I think that's just a really on the nose kind of. This must have been what it was like to be Roman Polanski in the sixties. I don't think they really. They're, they're, I don't think they're doing much more than that. Speaks in it, does he? No, I, I think he's maybe good. One or uh, two the, the airport, I think he says something, um, didn't he? I, I think he might have said something. I think that's it. Fucking looks like him, but. Aye. Aye. Absolutely brilliant. Aye, and again, that, right through, across the board, man, these people who. Like, the casting is fucking spot on. It's hard Aye, to even, do stuff like this, you know, when you get real life characters. Even for, even for Shanti, I think it's, it's hard for. I think it's harder for to, to for women because whereas where a guy you could put like a Aye. a longer kind of wig on them, yeah. whereas they had long. And then, anyway. and then you're not going to cover Margot Robbie's face and prosthetics, no, are you? So like, it's just with a guy you can put a fake nose on or or whatever. She does like, like. She's lucky that the film that she goes to see uh-huh. of herself is one where she she looks different in Aye, it anyway. Exactly. Aye. exactly. Aye, she, she's not like you're not going to see Margot Robbie go there, Shanti, but like. Aye. I think that it's pretty much as good as you're gonna get. Like, you know what I mean? It's I like, think he maybe went a wee bit. He, I think he sort of leaned more on the side of the spirit of the character and that. the sort yeah. of just the energy on I'll screen. That, eh? And there's there's been loads of examples of that as well. You know what I mean? Like in the past, where the, the person might not particularly look like someone, but they just sort of seem to embody them. But she or, doesn't. Or, I, or like, do I would agree with you. But she doesn't look unlike it. It's not as if no. like who's this fucking like. But, uh, of, but, of, but it is definitely what you see. How many? How many fucking um, real life people or whatever that are actually in this film? Like for if one maybe does not look a wee bit like uh, them, it's no pad gone. You know what I mean? Uh, the Palancy guy, boys, he legit looks uh, so same. much like him. Come back. Music um, plays quite a big role in the film. Um, even just in the real simple sense that it's entirely of the time, and all the all the music that you hear in the film is supposed to drop you right in in 1969. Yeah. Time. And. Uh, Obviously, does a wonderful job of that. Like, there's there's bits in it that were almost, almost sort of borderline kind of like, what's the word for it? Sensory for me, just be certain songs. Like, mm-hmm. see with the driving, especially mm-hmm. Rolling Stones, all that kind of stuff. Like, it just it just made it me. Kind of, it's kind of like driving in Vice City when the tunes are. Aye, aye. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of just driving with tunes playing. But and like, you just want to drive. Not that aye. time, but. Aye. <laughs> Is like if Vice City was set in definitely, 1969, definitely. then that's the change. That, yeah. If GTA brought a 1969, that's then it would be released. Yeah, Rockstar, you listening? That's a great idea. Have they not done that yet? Wait, don't fucking give them an idea. Let's go and develop a game, then, right? Right, two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, though, there's a lot of just driving, there's a lot of shots of just the, the wheels going round. Which annoyed me the, the first wheel. time I watched it. But uh, which annoyed me the first time I watched it. Aye, but like you say, for the, I think it's he's just trying to. Get that sensory thing, just really get you. I, I mean, Kermod said a great thing actually, which, which is which is so true. He says like you can almost inhale, mm. like the, you know. I suppose we could just quickly sort of touch on the visuals as well. Like it's it's got a, it's got this whole. It's like a yeah, like a cream kind of. It's just like, it's just a sun kissed haze in it. Aye, like, aye. It's, it's basically like it's basically like a sunset all the time. You can smell the 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 petrol. You can smell the oil in the road. You can smell the, the like, booze, the, the booze, the whole lot. Like there's just you know, everything about, especially when they're behind the wheel. You know, I mean, you can hear the exhaust. And he's done really well to just make that like 
part of the fun of it because at the end of the day, in those days, a heck of a lot of people probably met their, their ends behind the wheel. Um, is there, is there actually, there isn't actually a soundtrack though, is there? Yeah. As it, no, but like, in terms of... Oh, there's not a score. There's not a score. Right. I, there's, there's not a score, but it's just... All Tarantino's on. films are soundtracked, right, which means he uses um, existing tunes, basically. Well, for the most part, I'd imagine. I'm struggling to think of anything that even had a score, really. Um, Mostly soundtrack, aren't they? Nah, like, like a... And Glorious Bastards definitely had a, a score. Aye, aye. Right, good. aye, well, there you go. Um, that's that's probably the only one I can then really I, think I'll about. I would say for the most part. But, you know, so... But I he's mean, not going to put on fucking pop tunes for fucking Nazi Germany. Beer hall. Beer hall tunes, whatever the number one was back then. <laughs> well, so just exactly like the time. But, um, <laughs> this but, is why I love it, man. But, like, no, the thing is that... Um, so, you know... There's a lot of a lot of the tunes are, are really famous songs and that kind of stuff. The original, both mixture of original recordings and covers. If if I'm if I'm mistaken, there, please correct uh, me. But I'm pretty uh, sure I heard some covers. Uh, there's a there is a cover of California Dreaming. Aye. I so I think again, it's By maybe who? that kind of sure. that I could be being a bit like maybe a bit wanky here. No, like me, but is that that could perhaps <laughs> be like a like a play on the fact that he's rewriting history, like a play on the fact that this is an ultimate. Look at history. Well, he's mm-hmm. he's given alternate versions of the songs. No, you're being wanky. You know what I mean, I know, I know. But I'm only some though. You know what I mean, I think he he does give a. I mean, we can speak about that at the end, and I suppose I'll save that. Yeah, but I um I saw there is no like uh, there is no score as no, you as no, you no, as you no. say, but I like Roscoe Manson is mate. <laughs> I we probably should just spoke about it when we we're talking about Manson, but. Uh, he was no, actually no, it's not like I like the farts in this section. Uh, he was he was actually pals with one of the Beach Boys. Ah, uh, yes. Well, uh, I knew that I knew that there was a musical um, I think, wink to I didn't know him himself. Was he in a band or something? I think he was like kind of. I don't know if it was his own stuff, but uh-huh. I, think, I think there is like kind of recordings out there. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine turning up to somebody's house and I'll uh-huh. get every one of Manson's uh-huh. albums. Do, right. you, there do, would you want, be some, do you want to listen to Manson on vinyl? There'll be some in the West End. Well, even better, like, imagine you turn up somebody's house and they're like, oh, do you like Manson? And you're just sitting there thinking that they mean Marlon Manson. Oh, Marlon? No, mate, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Clap my needle on that, here we go. Uh, so he, he was kind of pal of it. West End, mate. Aye, there'll be somebody. I think it was Dennis Wilson who was the drummer in the Beach Boys. I could be wrong, but somebody Wilson anyway. Matt, he used to live in Charm Tate's house. So that's how, you know, Charlie comes looking for him, but he's moved, um, and that kind of sets up that address. Yeah. But are you saying? Are you saying this? Like that's what actually met Hampton in real life. He was looking for the Beach Boy. No, and and the film. I don't know if he I think he's. I went think that, 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 that's a theory, though. Well, I don't. I don't know. Or right, it could have okay, been just but, an excuse to scope the address. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. It was friendly with the guy, though, so uh-huh. that's that's why that's kind of been dropped in there. Why uh, is it just him, but not any other of the Beach Boys? Because it's more feasible, because he was pals with the guy that used to live in his. For him to turn up and, like, at, at their front door. I know, but, like, why was he, why, why was he pals with him? I, I think, I don't know if they just kind no, of, they, 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 they like, crossed paths. If he was getting involved in music. There, I, there, was a, there is a well-known thing about loads of musicians and stuff knowing Charles Manson. I, I'm just saying it was weird that it was, he, he um, was one of them and not a bunch of them. He was in the music scene and, like, I mean, I thing that I only learned recently is that 
you know, he's kind of... I wonder, honestly... This, this is back when Scientology was kind of uh, getting big and uh, stuff yeah, as well. Yeah. And he dabbled in that and an offshoot of it <laughs> as well. And they reckon it's like he's kind of pretty much learned for them how he, he's, he's, he's took bits aye. of their religion aye. and aye. then he's used it to make his family. Um, I, only, I only try that. But yeah. aye, even his, even his mad theories, he's named them after. I mean, Tarantino could have went quite kind of sinister and, yeah. you know, tried to get Helter Skelter right, onto aye. the soundtrack, but he's, he's kind of, he's not done that. So Explain that, thing. Roscoe. It's, it's like, when he... Manson's like kind of twisted theories. He's it was all about it was like race wars and everything. Yeah, it's like he hell was about, in reverse. Ah, uh, uh, all this nonsense. Uh, uh, just absolute craziness. It's uh, uh, hell, it's feel, basically feel, like hell was in reverse. Told him a ah, uh, it was like a hell was in reverse was like a a thing against black people and <laughs> like uh, a bunch of all that stuff I feel like oh, this is an appropriate time to uh, recycle on old Bill Hicks joke which is that, uh, do you know that if you play new kids on the black block albums backwards they actually sound better <laughs> <laughs> we're new rock stars we're clean rock stars insert Satan cock garbling noise there comes a time in a film where it has to end and in this particular film let's just say that I think everybody watching it knew something like this was going to happen. You're sitting there going, there's a conspicuous lack of Tarantino yeah. violence in this film. Well, well, yeah. So you just not, not quite <clears throat> the way we expected, though. No, exactly. You just knew this was going to go somewhere. And like we touched on earlier, I, we didn't realise this was an alternate take on or a revision of history, whatever. We thought it was going to culminate in the Tate murders and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it didn't. So essentially, at the end of the film, you have the the members of the Manson family, um, who have been sort of shown, as you said in real life, Ross, to have been kind of bumbling. Mm-hmm. They maybe maybe didn't turn up at the right house. They maybe yeah. weren't really sure what they were doing. One of them ran away, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff, which actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Kasabian, uh, Kasabian, exactly. Aye. Uh, what a cool name, Linda Kasabian. It's cool. That's the coolest name ever, isn't it? Like, good on you, Linda. What a name. Aye, come uh, like, <laughs> uh, he's a shout to Linda way yeah, for, for uh, but not for the horrendous lad rock that you spawned with your name. That's a, that's a apart curse from, on us all. Apart from Tom being his wife, there's, there's, there's a total there's a lot curse of bad on us all. We're talking about the night. I know. There's hordes of guys in Stone Island going. What are you fucking talking about? Lads, 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 Casabian in the toilet. Where is it? <laughs> that's where you belong. Anyway, Casabian, like another no. You a lad? Dull lad. Well, lad, eh? Thanks very much. <laughs> anyway, so the ending of the film. Um, they turn up, and let's just say that they've ended up at fucking Rick's house, right? It's, it's, see when he comes out and he shouts at them? Aye, That's it's, it's, it's oh, incredible. So, so good. So he, he's, he comes out he's like, like, oh, How could I honestly see watching so that? Good. I was like, I want a margarita so much. So he's got this giant jug of margarita. He's, he's, wee, he's, he's hot fucking Italian wife in the fucking aye, She's sleeping. They've, they've both taken LSD. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, no, right. So at this point, he's taking the dog away. Uh, that's right. So um, he, sh- he comes out and tries to get rid of the rock and stuff and then they end up breaking in and uh, Cliff's there to confront them whilst high, like, on LSD. Um, <laughs> and 
let's just say that I think it's one of the. And obviously, Tamtino's the master of this stuff, but like, what, what a fight scene this is! Like, what, oh, what, what a what a brutal! It's carnage. It is utter mayhem, oh, and it is, it is incredible, man. See, my, my, I think my favourite move for it though has to be the the kind of dog food. Oh, me, I was saying that. That's right. like. There is no, there has been, and seen the history of film, there's been never been a, a more realistic can of dog food off the face, oh, burst of face. Oh, awful. Aye, it, it, face burst of face. It just explodes. Aye. So My favourite I mean, bit is when he's pointing the gun at him and Cliff just puts his fingers up. Aye. Boy, sorry. Aye. There's so many wee comedy elements in it and stuff. I think obviously your kind of Cliff's character is just so indestructible anyway, but it's like. The LSD's actually just made him even more indestructible. He's stabbed in the arse and all that. He's getting stabbed and all that, and he's just having a laugh. He's literally just like laughing through it. And but it happens. You might you might be forgiven for thinking that when we're describing this, that this is like all, oh look, he's laughing and it's as if it's too cool for school. It's actually not. It happens so quickly that I think they're trying. Like Tarantino's been very deliberate with not making it out to be like a proper fight scene. He's trying, like you say. He's trying to show the the chaos, the mm-hmm. unlike the there's no structure to what's going on whatsoever. It's just total carnage. It's also like people were attacking you in your house. That yeah. He could have very easily like two of the perpetrators are women as well. Aye, and he could have very easily just like no. But if you're in this situation, you're uh-huh. Brad Pitt. Aye. You're kicking the fuck out of the women. Of course, right, well, yeah, Because I try to kill you. Yeah, and, and then you've it. also got the fact that Rick Rick has kept hold of a particular weapon from one of his old film days a big flamethrower and let's just say that's that's absolutely hideous as well mm-hmm. he, 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 he toasts one proper, of them in the pool proper GTA that uh, proper toasts them uh-huh. um, you can almost you know smell what? it I, do you know what I remember I like watching it in the second time I was like do you know what it reminded me I, I actually think this is a Tarantino trait Roscoe mm-hmm. right and it's like a hysterical woman screaming aye aye aye, aye. because you know when, pure pain when aye. the woman was running about screaming yeah, uh, it's the exact same yeah. as Daryl Hannah. Aye, and, when she gets uh, her eye taken out, when aye. she gets her, her, her eye took it. It's, it's like aye. She's, it's just like pure, like it is. It and is. you're just it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, just it makes you wince. Uh, it does aye. make you. It makes you wince. You're so, tr- it's, you're so right, man. It's like that's so a what, big part of this. What do you think of the right, so rewriting history? So you you go first on this. Aye, I mean, like I say, I mean, there was a, there was a equal parts relief that. I, th- I think I would maybe I had a different reaction to the film if it had went down the road of just showing the the, uh, the Manson murders because obviously that could have been very distasteful, but um, it ended up being this for me a mix of like a sort of playful enjoyment of what what I was seeing, and also that kind of they do really well to just make you think like Tarantino's got history in this, but like just like. These these man some people like fuck you. It's like you're like you, you want to see the most hideous violence to these people. <laughs> it turns you into about I say this because you're you're, you're sitting watching this going yes Cliff they saw him even mere mental <laughs> to them like and you're sitting watching the most absurd violence take place. But it's like you you love the fact that that, that it's happening because he's he's kind of there's that double layer of right okay they've already broken into this house but you know. What they were actually intending to do, and what Aye. in real life, what that was. So he's he's it's kind of like glorious bastards. Like uh, he's he's kind of used like well, everybody hates Nazis, so like you, you can pretty much say right, if it's a Nazi, then all all bets are off. You can Aye. do anything to this person. Uh, you know he's I mean? basically it's like uh, <laughs> right. So we already know that you're rewriting history because Cliff's in the house. Mm. 
So you better, you better have Cliff Kelly fuck at them. It's, it's so good. Aye, it's, it's fantastic. Roscoe, you got to say something. Um, I mean, it's great to see even just like some things like the, the flamethrower. I noticed that earlier, see when Cliff goes to fix the aerial. It's, it's in the corner. In the corner. Aye. Aye. Um, Aye. But I think, I think he hints earlier that it's going to be an alternate history. Mm-hmm. I never picked up on it the first time. Yeah. Um, is when you're seeing the films that Dalton was in and one of them with the flamethrower and he's burning Nazis in it, which is Inglorious Bastards. That's it. So it's, it's almost eh? kind of hinting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's, I don't think, like you said, but I don't think there's any tasteful way of doing the, the Manson murders. That's just, that should be a no-go. Don't Definitely, make any yeah, films yeah. about that. Definitely, but yeah. so you think it shouldn't have been in it? No, what I mean is like... No, if, the actual murders. Aye, aye. If, if that... Like if he was going to show that, then it would have been you can't. Really you just no can't. good way of doing there's it. There's films you know that I mean? have. I know, but they shouldn't shouldn't have been made. Um, there's there's a there's a distinct line between something being, say, like a documentary film aye, versus aye. essentially stylizing aye. the murder no, of a woman. No, there's films a, about the murder murders, like a like um. Oh, well, that's not good. A drama, no, a dramatization of, no, of them. No, not very tasteful. But, I don't think it's but defendable. I think, I think this is, I mean, it's it's like once upon a time as well, so it's like a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, and I think it's meant to be, like I, I said earlier, like the, this was the kind of end of the summer of love. Yeah. Like this kind of signaled it. So by this happening, you know, everything's in the up. Uh, Rick's career's good and everything and married, blah, blah, blah. Then the, the Manson murders don't happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the kind of that this, continues. Yeah, it's like this kind of idealized world yeah. where yes. everything yes. continues and yes. that really kind of. And it's it's interesting you should say way. that because like the the there's a cool wee sort of like bookend to the start and the end of the film, uh-huh. which is where we think that 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 Rick says what he says when Rowan Polanski was in, he's like, oh, I could be, I could, I could be one pool party away from like. Aye, well, and, right. then goes, and then, then at the goes, end, aye, aye. he's just it's a pool party that uh-huh. he's had, except it's involved. Like burning some Aye. woman in a pool, and then he gets invited to Polanski's Aye. house after Aye. it. Aye. So it's, it's, it's just a very interesting well. weekend. That's it's, it's almost like the kind of like the gates of heaven mm-hmm. or something, you know. And they open up for him and so he, goes, he gets up the hill. So it's, it's so funny because like you know it's such a Scottish expression, but see just his wee face at Aye. the end. <laughs> you just feel like you're like oh good on you, Aye, mate. Good like, on you mate. It's just such he's, a heartwarming wee I get him in the house and he's free. She sleeps like a fucking. I, Jesus Christ, like a walk. He's man. a way to get scooped with Marlon right. Robbie and all that, bro. Right. Brilliant, absolutely did, brilliant. Did he uh, stick around for the, the cigarette advert at the end? Aye, aye, aye. Oh, is that in Smartcast by any chance? Nope. Oh. Aye, red that's, red that's, Apple then. Aye, well, that's um, Red Bitch. Apple, which is in like so many Tarantino mm-hmm. films. Yeah, he's not going to fucking ask me what I think. What do you think, Matt? No, I don't even want to tell you, you know. I will move on now. Just named Jasper. Um. The first time I watched it, I was like, "Fuck it!" I was like, "What we were saying?" I was like, "Fucking hell, man!" Like Tarantino, just why, why bring this upon yourself? Uh-huh. And the second time I watched it, I was like, I was enjoying Sharon more because I was like, "I could be on eight cliffs there." Ah, yeah, yeah. And like, I generally made me enjoy it more. Like, then it's it's one of the most. Probably one of those gruesome scenes. It's what, but it's like see the woman that gets her head kind of smashed. Oh, yeah, just, like see if anyone is like offended by the end of this, like any of her family or not. Like I will not say, shut the fuck up. Why are you offended? Do you know what I mean? But at the end of it, like it's one of the most like uplifting. Aye, it's the family like fucking mm-hmm. ever, and it's like 
Right, so I don't, I don't think anything's like it's ever so been done to... ever in any film ever like this before. Like for a true thing like that to be. Well, I was racking my brains about like films that. that and that's it, like, that's I, can't really, it... I can't really think of any films that have that have re like outright. So the, na- the, the Nazi thing and Glorious Bastards is I, what it is but, but that's kind of like an all-encompassing world altern kind of thing exactly. whereas this is just one incident uh, yeah. and Tarantino was, was Tarantino was basically saying I'm so fucking pissed off that this woman murdered she's so talented so uh-huh. I'm going to make her no die mm-hmm. and you're like well, alright that, that, this is kind of the thing I was going to say it's like that's the power he has as, as a filmmaker because you know no he, like this is extravagant hyperbole. I know this, but maybe in maybe, but, but but in a way, John Tate is now immortal. Well, that's the thing. Like, see, <laughs> it's like he's immortalized. Only, only her family can answer this, right? I'm not going to answer it for them. They can tell us, and they can tell the world whether they think it's cathartic or not mm-hmm. for this to happen, right? But for me, aye. Horrible. You could argue it's distasteful either way. What uh, like, he's done. Uh, see, see if someone has he's like, used that as a way to create this. See if someone like, some, some people it, will definitely see it that way. If someone and see see if they were to see it, like I don't think I would argue with them. To be honest, no. really, no. Uh, but like, it's a uh, very fine line because uh, it's like the fucking finest Aye, of fine lines. Absolutely. Because I was on the I was on the other side of the fine line, Aye, and yeah. I'm alright with it. Aye. Uh, so I. Aye, absolutely brilliant. I mean, either way, that ending scene. Holy shit. Go and watch it. This is going to be a tough one to rate. I think so. Um, let's go you first, Buzz. Oh, straight to me. <laughs> Hot potato. You, you always pick me, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I was pretty pretty certain on um, my rating. I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I think it's I think it's fun to see Tarantino do something more expansive. Visually, sound-wise, like just a wee bit more... It's a fairy tale, so he's 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 kind of got this he's got this um, more of a canvas to to paint on, if that makes sense. And I really enjoyed that. Um, but I mentioned before it was kind of like a sensory experience for me. Like I really I really loved how how you felt as if you were just dropped right into the screen. It looked absolutely incredible. Um, performances were, were were unreal, and I liked how it gave you that that um, classic Tarantino. Explosion at the end of 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 action, um. So I can't I can't really fault it. Now would would I say that it was like up there even with some of his other films? I'm not sure, but I liked it for a different. I liked it for totally different reasons to to like some of his other films. So me trying to be a wee bit more realistic with things here and maybe not get too carried away like I normally do. I'm going to give it a seven point five, um. Because I really enjoyed it, and I and us talking about it right now has made me like watch it again. And I think that's kind of like you know, it's a, it's a high score, and and I feel as if that's 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 doing it justice. But on an odd day, I could have given it an eight. I'm just really trying to be realistic here because this this leaderboard's getting a, a bit a bit quite crazy. It's a, joke. It, so. it's a fucking joke. You both a joke. Right here we go. Let's <laughs> go. Oh my god. Let um, me know what's coming with Martin. Um, aye, it's 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 it is hard because. Everything that he's done before, you know, and he only brings the film out like once every three years or so, and it's it is a big event. Um, I think it's definitely his best one in the last, probably since Inglorious Bastards. Um, you like it better than Hateful Eight? Aye, 
I, I like the Hateful Eight. There's a lot of people not really got much time for it. I liked it. Um, I'm I'm no. I'd need to watch it again, but I'm no absolutely massive on Django. Um, but I it's 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 tough because you're trying to think right. What would I get like? You know, what would a 10? Pulp Fiction would be a 10. Reservoir Dogs is a 10 for me as well. Um, it's, it's very difficult because you're, you're gauging it on his universe. Yeah, I know what I mean. It's, it's hard. Um, and I don't think there's not really anything similar to this no. to really compare it to. You know, I, I, there's I never been a film no. made like it ever. Um, so uh, I don't know. All, all the acting in it's brilliant. Again, it's his direction's always great. The dialogue's brilliant. Um, it's it's so weird though. He's made a film where like pretty much nothing happens for two hours. And I know that's that's the criticism action. I hear a lot. Aye. But it's, yeah. see, the first time I watched it, I didn't like that so much. But and then a couple of days later, it kind of grew on me. But this time, it, I just enjoyed it. You just put it on and chill out. Well, and this just... is what I'm saying. Like, to me, that is what what a Tarantino film yeah. almost is. It's about you're enjoying just folk talking to each aye. other and the 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 quirkiness of the dialogue and. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what a Tarantino film should do. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't enjoy the dialogue and interactions between the characters on screen, then it's like Tarantino's not for you. Then, do you know yeah. what I mean? No, but I enjoyed it, and uh, I think they they kind of done well by Sharon Tate and mm-hmm. everything. So there's nothing, no complaints there. Um, I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm going to give it. I'll give it an eight and a half. Wow, mm. high score. Mm-hmm. A high score. Am I, I'm, uh, can, I, can I just say, just can I just interject quickly before you go on, Martin? So now you're saying like a lot of people saying nothing happened for two and a half, for uh. two hours, whatever, right? <clears throat> One of the thoughts I had, like during it, was obviously like this. I think this maybe lacked a lot of the sort of cultural impact that other Tarantino films have had. Like, see stuff that transfers into like daily, like just. Right, it's because of the early hanging. Like, a lot of it, like you know, you can th- you can go you can go through all his films, and there's something that, there's like a saying or a thing or, or that people just use all the time. You know what I mean? It's, it's become so ubiquitous with certain language and stuff like that. But it, what it did give us, and the one thing that, that did cross over, and I think just ticked the box for him, was the Leo meme. What just, uh, the point uh, hanging? Just the point. Oh, <laughs> so, so like, good, it's so typical of Tarantino. You, did you honestly think one of his films was going to slip by without something going into the, the mainstream pop ah. culture? That's just what the guy does. Like, there's always something that gets through and just I permeates. I don't know what you used to, but I was sitting watching that scene and I was I, waiting on it. I know, I was like, exactly. Oh, yeah, that is, and it's like, that's just, that's just, it's almost like, you know, that's that's Tarantino's thing, man. It's like, he, 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 is, he didn't mean it, he didn't mean to put that. Uh, you can't, but, but Leo's just got that memeable face, uh, yeah, like, yeah. It's just that, the, the one for the Django that gets uh, the Django so ones good. Oh, that's, uh, that's, might might put it fucking because <laughs> you could put it in fucking anything. Put it in it. Put it in fucking anything. Oh, it's quite like, like honestly, when uh, I don't give a fuck when Rangers could put it on, like, <laughs> Yon Dal Thomas's face, face could put it on, and I was just like, It was the best thing I've ever seen. Yon Dal Thomas's face was actually even more real than it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been like a guy. He's watched that last night. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway. Aye, Marty. I think this is probably the, the hardest. The hardest rain I've ever gave it because, uh, uh, did you you were with me in the pictures, weren't you? Nope. You know? Nope. Sure. Uh, so when I seen it in the pictures, I came out and going, I, I generally came out going like, can I, like, what was that? 
Mm. Like you're expecting so much with Tarantino, which is fine. Like he's only made nine films. You you will naturally compare everything as you do. Like it's no not in terms of what happens in it, but in terms of um, the timeline. As in, oh, is he regressing? As again, right. all that kind of shit, right? Um, when I watched it the first time, I was like, hundred percent same as you, Roscoe. What the fuck? Nine hundred for two hours, but. <laughs> The amount of time, how many times have I sat here and said to you, the thing I love most about Tarantino is the fact that they these that these characters have actual real conversations. Of course, aye. And so, like, I I enjoyed it. Like, so that I, I definitely had a. Uh, when we said we we're going to do this, right? I was like, fucking hell, it's going to be a hard one because I'm going to slate Tarantino, and I, I really don't want to do it. But the second time I watched it, I was like. Nah, it's great. It really it is great. Like it's no, it's no pulp fiction. It's, it's a different kind of masterpiece. It's it's his own masterpiece. Exactly. Like, but the fact of the matter is, right, is that it is a pure love at reality and all that, which mm-hmm. we will never understand totally. Right, and that was a kind of a big thing for me when it came out. Like, it basically just sits it like you're right. So see now. You can appreciate Brad Pitt driving about with uh-huh. unbelievable tunes for the sixties uh-huh. on, uh-huh. right? But you are when you're paying for it to watch it in the pictures, you're like, "All oh, right, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> I, so it, it, it maybe just looks like stock footage because aye. that's just like it that's just, just like what films s- are some, like. Something fucking happens. So somebody drives and a tune comes on. That's just normal. Aye, but it's now, so, aye, but now that you've mean. seen it, you're like, "Fucking hell!" I might actually put this on the background aye. and now have a great time. Aye, exactly. Aye. But, but that's not what he's going for, God. crucially. Yeah. But I like. Like, I, 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 you could honestly watch DiCaprio and Brad Pitt sit on the bus and just have a great time. Like, like they're both of them are amazing. But there is, like, and the take things, I was, I, I, up until we recorded this, I still had not made my mind up about it. Now I'm kind of thinking. You're No, 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 how I felt 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 about the Shanty thing. Because, like, at the end of the day, if if her family and all that were coming up to you and saying, how dare you like this, you would need to say, I'm sorry. Basically, you really would, wouldn't you? There's so, no kind of way. He's used it as a device, though, because aye. he's had, he's had the, like, when you watch that for the first time, you the dread and the, the realisation of what's going to happen is aye, what people bad. are waiting for. Aye, aye, and the fact that the, you know it doesn't, and yeah, the same right. one makes it, like, a, a much, I, I, a much nicer thing. experience. So I think I'll give it I think I'll give it a 7.5 Same as you guys um, Like see during the week um, Before I watched it the second time mm-hmm. I was like right I need to I need to hammer down and not give everyone a good range I'm going to give us a 6.5 <laughs> right, or something, or oh, like a 6 I think that would have been harsh and, uh, But no it's, 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 it's still There are folk that really don't like this film I know like, I, Do you know something and I, can, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with them really Listen, too, too listen, much. Listen, like, listen, if someone tell me, if someone comes up to me and it's say, no quite, it's no quite face off though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> if I was to watch a film tomorrow, I would rather watch face off than this. Eh? Of course, eh? no, but even without being like fucking funny about it, it's what, more entertaining. What, what, what were what were the ratings on face off? They were fucking hilarious. <laughs> was it only like 10, 10 and eight or something like? That? like but I think it was something like that. Did you, did you <laughs> both give it a ten? No, I think I gave it an eight. I don't. I don't think. think I, I don't think I give it. A t- I think I give it a nine, maybe. I think I give it a nine. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I think I'll no, you give it a ten. What are you talking about? No, I don't. Know. You didn't. 
I think you've emotionally loving a ten, but I was pushed. It's, it's, it's <laughs> nostalgia, is that one? Oh, okay. Right, let's go for that. Let's go for that because I. I'm let's not just let's just say, guys, our rating section is an on a work in progress. <laughs> no, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get back. On our fiftieth episode, we'll go back and fucking redo. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll fix them. We'll right. fix them. And right. what we should also do is come up with some sort of. Some sort of um, any kind of system, a criteria, <laughs> matrix for like what, how you can actually quote these things without getting fucking. But we can't do that with me. You're sitting getting scooped. He's fucking sitting, fucking dick. Alright, it was just eleven. I'll, I think that was a ten, personally. <laughs> right, ah, he's in trouble this time. Aye, fuck us, this Uh-oh. is. I mean, like, this is like a. This is only. Like Tarantino would win this Smarticus, but this is like Tarantino t- would win every Smarticus. Aye. Well, uh, even against me, uh, like fucking, even aye. against us, like Predator. Uh, no, aye, aye. No, you wouldn't. I would. Tarantino, if you listen, me and me and Buzz will get Predator. Tarantino clearly listens to this podcast. If he's like the fucking, if he's a fucking film connoisseur, they hate us. He should be fucking listening. I wonder what those guys in Motherwell are saying about my film. That's not quite as good as my Marky Mark, but we'll let it go. No bad, though. That's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Right, uh, right. So I know the name of the dog, Sam. I'm, I'm expecting a 1-0 victory for me here for the name of the dog. Wait, what, wait, it's just going to be it's gonna be quickest in the draw, yeah, I think uh, I know the name of the dog as well. I, I, I think he's just going to... Uh, if, if, if he's going to get more combined than, say, Can I just say... Four, can I just quickly say... Sorry, I'll keep interjecting here, but... Oh, can I put in a request... To change the format of Smarticus. Alright. I, I, I don't like the shout it out quickest thing because it, it removes the it's like you should you should you should give each of his questions. Cause then it's really like a quiz. Well we're not doing that now, so I fucking ask the questions, Ross. Just take that into consideration <laughs> going forward, Ross. What do you fucking do then? No, if I it's don't Ross just got me every come fucking on. week. See, the problem is as well is that some of the answers come out just as we're discussing the film anyway. Exactly. So it could be it could end up unfair where somebody's got three questions that we've already answered. Well, that 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 burden mm. falls on you, the host from, of Smarticus. No, let's do Smarticus for films that we actually know stuff about. Yeah. Well, it's it's an imperfect quiz for an imperfect world. Okay. Just nearly <laughs> okay, okay. Death comes well, for us all. You, well, you know I've got brain damage, I can't shout things out as quick as him. Right. Okay, let's, let's Is it the first question? What? No, it's not the first question. It's <laughs> so funny. Right. What is Cliff drinking at the bar when they meet Schwarz? Uh, Bloody Mary. Gin and tonic. Bloody oh, Mary. Cliff. Oh, Cliff, I thought it was fucking Rick. I said it during the podcast, didn't I? Fuck off, man. I don't think it's even a, a gin and tonic that he's drinking. I think it's a, an old fashioned. The Rick's uh, drinking. No, it's a uh, whiskey sour. Whiskey, aye, Fuck whiskey sour. Off, man. I even Why'd say- I have to have eight whiskey sours? <laughs> you I couldn't just have three or four. You no, even told me which fucking Cliff did fucking eating that shit up there, and I was like, oh, he's fucking doing a bloody mary. Fuck off. That doesn't yeah. count. Zero. <laughs> Does count. No, no. Um, right. So the Rick Dalton double bill was the Fourteen Fists of McCluskey, and what other film? Tanner. Tanner is right. Decent, mate. I'm surprised that, that that's good. They're doing better than I thought. Uh, right. Number three, this is a difficult one. <laughs> what film is showing at the drive-in theatre next to Cliff's trailer? Oh, fuck. Uh, Frank Sinatra's in it, but I've I never, know, I've I never know, seen I it. Oh. 
Does it see now they can feel the pain that I'm going through right now? Fuck's sake. Do you not do you not know it? <laughs> do I clue? I green a clue. See this is this is where like filming this would be good so that you could all enjoy the pain <laughs> on these faces here. I agree a clue, boys. Do it. Uh, no. I agree a clue then. You know, why are you not saying it if you know it? No, I'm saying Ross give us a clue. I mean, do you want a clue? Yes. Right. Um, it's, it's a guy's name, is it, no? No. But no? No. Nope. I don't even know how I would give you a clue for it, because I don't think you'll have seen the film or heard of it. I'm, I'll just tell you that it's Lady in Cement. No, we're not. So it is. Fuck. Uh, I don't know how I would give you a fucking clue for that, but here we go. Right. Question number four. What's the dog's Brandy. name? Brandy. <laughs> yes, I got it. That's bullshit. You fin- You need to let him finish it. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Barry's so- absolutely romping that. Sorry, hold on a minute here. <laughs> you need to let him fucking finish the question. Look at me. It's my question. I can do what I want. That's bullshit. Hey, listen. If you can interrupt on Mastermind, you can interrupt on this. So. Ah, there you go. There you no, go. I'm not, I'm not any, right. any rules that are good enough for fucking John Humphreys are good enough for me. You know I, mean? I was waiting for you to finish the question. How come you shouted it just when I shouted it? Anyway. Uh, no, I shouted after you did. Hey, come on. Obviously not quick enough for us. Well, manners don't don't win any prizes, well, do they? they? You don't. just made that fucking phrase up. You certainly don't. <laughs> nice guys finish manners last. Don't, manners don't win you fucking prizes, you made that up. Nice uh, guys finish last, don't they? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to coin a phrase. Answer the, ask another oh, fucking question. Right, I'll right, okay. this question, please, Ross. Right. Number five. What film does Sharon go to see? I thought you would have got this. Uh, I probably should have. I think it was really her, her, probably her biggest film that she was in. No ideas. Oh, I know what you said. Ah, given the Wrecking Crew. Fucking hell. <laughs> right, this one's this one's maybe I don't I don't know how how you would get on with this, but there's four potential answers to this. Right. So you accept any four. Any any one of the four. So I want you to name any one of the films that Rick made in Italy. Oh, Oh, God. uh, Oh, fuck. Uh, Right, 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 right. Again, the look look of pain is back. (laughs) Blood. Gonna gonna have a lot of silence dead out here. Some dead air. It's not something like. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh man! Like the only ending is a a dead ending or something. Isn't it? That that phrase gets used. That's the that's I think that's the book. That's, the, that's, that's the, not film the name of the film. It's uh, based on. He does say that though. Right. Um, nah, nah, I'm out, man. Like, I'm not. Red, nothing's coming to mind for like me. Fucking red fist or red sun. Well, I, I mean, you're close with one of them there. Hi. Red fist. No. Red. You, I don't think you're gonna guess it. Right. Oh no no no! Okay okay okay. The, the, oh, okay okay. Can I, can I can I come back in here? Huh? Is it the 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 four something fourteen no, fists said, of? He said that already. Oh, that, that was that was not one of the Italian no. films. No. Why is it the? Give a clue for the red thing, Ross. I'm getting pumped anyway. Um, I mean, what would you say a Native American has the red? Shred? Um, skin. Oh, it's a uh, fuck. Um, 
Those are not the views of Ugly Pop Odyssey. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell. Uh, right, okay, so the four that he made were Nebraska Jim. That was uh, that was the first one he went over right, to do. Right. Um, Kill Me Quick Gringo said the gringo. Oh, oh fuck, Jesus. I, I don't know that one, but they just listen to the names. Fuck's sake. Red Blood, Red Skin. Uh, yeah, I knew that one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Operationi Dynamite, which <laughs> is directed by. Surely I can get after. Sergio Bucco, whatever his name if, is. If you can tell me who directed Operational Dynamite, I'll give you a, a, a sympathy point. Sergio Antonio Will. Margarete. Aye. I don't know who that was. He's no fucking real dipshit. I know. I know. Right. Then it was Sergio Bucco, whatever. No, he's real. Aye, he was Cavicci. real, but aye. aye. Um, it's fucking Sergio Leone was real, wait, so. That's not Sergio Leone, it's. So what you're trying to get here, I know, like, I know that Sergio Leone is a real person, but I don't know that the, the guy with the B was real. So. I know, but two right. minutes ago we said Sergio Leone. Oh, man. Oh, so pathetic. So, right. you're, 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 you're pathetic. So there's, pathetic. There's two left, right? So, number seven. How much was the acid cigarette? Ooh. $3. 50, no. Oh, no, yeah, I'll go for 50 cents. 50 cents is oh. right. Three two, mate. Woo. Holy shit. Right. Last one. This is, this is to draw, and this oh. is quite this is quite an obscure one. Um, Can I shout I, out though, mind you, I'll me. shout in your fucking groove. <laughs> I only kind of picked this up the second time when I was watching it. So in the credits, right, you get like it's kind of split up into sections, and one of them it's like the Manson family, and it's all the actors in there. Oh yeah, yeah. One of them is under the heading the gang, who I think it's like frequent collaborators who have been in it. So you've got like Michael Madsen and Kurt oh yeah, Russell, yeah. oh of course, stuff aye, like aye, that, aye, right? aye. Next to one of the names in brackets, it says cut, and they weren't in the film, but they're still credited. Who is it? Oh my god! So it's somebody that he's worked with frequently. Tim Roth. Yes. Three each, mate. It ends in a draw. Oh my god! Thank you, teams. thank you, IMDb lads. <laughs> away. Was that so? Someone else that was in it in the cut? Um, or am I hanging Reynolds? But was meant to be on it. Aye, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Aye. Let let the record show that we're. Aye, that's that's a that's a handshake there. No quite. You son of no, a bitch. Aye, no, no quite that. Um, but... Anyway, I mean a draw. No I'm I'm very happy with that. that I watched it two weeks ago, and then you thought you were going to get. Yeah, it's not so bad, isn't it? I mean, I, I think he's done a lot better than I was expecting. He's. Done. I know. Pat's in the back all round. Mm. For oh, us. Man, Look I'm at us. really pissed off about that film name, but do you know, son, it wasn't even the. Rescue one, it was the Gringo one. Aye. Because I remember thinking of the name and then was that was that the actual name? And then it was he now they put up the cowboy kind of like the cowboy text aye, for cowboy course, films. Aye, aye, classic, and it was all by the Gringo aye. and I was like, I'll aye. definitely remember that. Well that's the episode. That is it. Over and done. Um, uh, epic just like fucking yeah. the film. Uh, I enjoyed that one. If oh, with that us, still with us at this point, yeah. good on you. Thank you. Yeah. Like like we said, it is on Netflix in the UK at the moment. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a Netflix subscription, go and watch it. Absolutely. If you want to get involved with more of our stuff, we've got another twenty nine episodes you can go and listen to. Um keep listening to And them. another twenty before we get our shit together. Get our shit uh, together. Yeah, 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 definitely. But uh, the first nine. Just yeah. just write them off. Fuck. I don't why no I I do I've not even I've not even fucking looked. <laughs> It's bad. I thought I thought we would do this for like five episodes. 
That was like, I just fucking gave it a if, if you do want to see a collection of these ratings and compare how ridiculous they are, you can find that at the website, which is uglypulpodicy.wordpress.com. Let's hope so, Ross. Aye, Let's that, hope that so. sounds right. That but, sounds right. but, see if somebody wants this fucking send an email in, what the fuck email address do they fucking send it in? Yeah, what they can do is they can go on their computer. And they can type smartphone. in that, one of these tablets, one of the calculators that they've got. You, put, you send an email. What's, what's that? I, I, went, I went Michael Caine there. You send an email. Right? I'll tell you what. <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> I, I'm a nosy neighbour. You call your computer. I'll tell you, you send an email to Odyssey <laughs> at gmail.com. You're already supposed to put on the bloody dollars off. <laughs> And then we will um, consider that email and its contents and perhaps read if, it aloud. Yeah, if it's worth Only it. good ones, but yeah. because we get so many, we need to suffer this well, shit. Listen, there has yeah. to be said, we need more, we need more filth. Aye. But, but there's just not enough. enough hate mail. Enough I, hate mail. I can only provide so much filth. I feel as if there'd be more, we need to start doing this in video because I feel as if there'd be more hate mail if they saw you, Martin. <laughs> Fucking big time, man. Aye. Big time. You would direct a lot of their, you would, you'd be like a sounding board for a lot of their hatred and anger. I Aye. can take it. So guys, uh, just send uh, abuse mm-hmm. and uh, anything else that you've got straight into uglypulpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it out, it'll be a laugh, yeah. um, and suggest some films if you like also. Yeah. We've also got a Twitter page and Facebook as well if you're if you've not uh main, main, main all your social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exactly masters of social media, so no. if you keep listening to the podcast and he's an excuse to do no. this, then that works for me. There's actually a wee YouTube channel as well. There is, called? right. Now, this is a very early um, mm. embryonic stage, one might say. Good we're very, I know. Um, where we've taken... Basically, all it is right now is videos of us mispronouncing things. Hi. Um, that, that, that's been we've my favourite, top five favourite one. Which all spanned from this moment. Have a listen to that again. Listen to what he says here, right? So... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory becomes Charlie Chonka <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every time you listen to it, you go, "How did you explain?" I swear, <laughs> this. I was driving in the car. I was driving in the car with my brother the other day, and I said something stupid, and then I went Charlie Chonka, and then he turned around and busted laughing at me. Charlie Chonka and the fuck the chocolate fat What's that for the end of the world? Anyway. It's a good place to leave things. I think so. Right. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.